Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they be. This is their story. The story of the side quest. Almost burped. Sorry. <laughs> Almost burped. Almost. Sorry, almost burped. And welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. My name's Matt. I'm BJ. I'm Luke. And some of us have been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom. Others have not, which is okay. For a valid reason. I was going to say, I am moving. Yeah. Not not mad about it. I, I have at least made steady progress where I have two temples down, but that's it. I have done, like, no other memories. I have not gone out of my way to try to collect things. I've just been like, I want to at least get a sense of accomplishment. So that's why I was like, let me at least beat a temple. Because I, yeah. beat, I beat the wind temple the night I left here. What was it? Was it Was it Tuesday? Yeah, the Tuesday after we were all talking about Zelda. Yeah, because you were like doing it yeah. while you were here. And so I beat that that night. And I was like, cool. And then I want to say, whenever I texted you saying, hey, what temple should I do next? Two days after that is when I actually did the water temple. I it sucks. I have to pack, and I'm still working my full 45 hour weeks. So like, I'm working a lot of doubles. So I'm just like, fuck. So it's been fun. But what I have played of Zelda, I very much enjoy. I'm really liking this game. Yeah, it's amazing. Matt now understands why I call it like a dragon. He fully got it without my input. So you'll definitely be able to get it. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so will our viewers. I at is first it, I was is, like, is it all in like the the flashbacks? Yeah. Okay. So cool. Yeah, with with our viewer at first I was like, PJ, this this might be like a spoiler in the title because our last episode was Tears or uh, Legend of Zelda: Like a Dragon, and he was like, no, if you and Luke didn't get it, then I'm sure it'll be fine for other people, and I was like. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I feel like it would have been even better if, like, if I didn't get it, because I, I thought it was, like, a Yakuza reference, like, aggressively. You will, you don't know, man. Yeah, like, it's, but, but, like, my thing is, like, if Matt gets it, then I feel like it's... I mean, it's kind of a Yakuza 6 reference. Remember, no, right? wait, I, I hate... I was... You mean 7? Seven? 7, whatever. There's so fucking many Yakuza games, dude. <laughs> the Not one, as the, many the, Final Fantasies. <laughs> true. We're 16 mainline, and... God forbid how many they have, have it as a side game. Speaking of which, uh, I've been researching Shinmu before I play the games. That Super Ooh. Eyepatch Wolf video has got me very interested. And you, we talked about this a little bit before, but what is Shinmu? Shinmu? It came out on the Dreamcast, and it's kind of like the the predecessor to Yakuza. Okay, Because yes. they're like, okay, we want it to be like real life. It's on a time system. You have to like go to work, and you can only talk to people at certain times, and everyone's on a schedule, kind of thing. I mean, it doesn't, it didn't age well at all. For for its time, the amount of like how realistic it was was like 
mind-boggling. Yeah, it like it, you had to like go to work and then like you had to go do it. You had to go do your game, job, which and then was like a mini game. Yeah, like the forklift driving. Thing. So then you did that for like fifteen minutes, and then it's like okay, well you can go to the convenience store now before it closes. You can only go to bed at like nine o'clock. Whoa. Yeah. It's wild. It, it like yeah. Apparently, the story is what got what kept people. And so it's only on Dreamcast. Well, you can well, get it, it now. It came like... out on Dreamcast, and then the Dreamcast failed, um, like right around the time of Shinmu Two. So I think Shinmu Two was the last game on there. But where it really did successful was on the original Xbox. They did Shinmu One and Two on there, and people were like, "Oh shit, Shinmu's kind of fire." Oh, okay. So this is going to be an older game that you're you're wanting to play on Steam. They released yeah. three because three got crowdfunded, right? Yeah, three got yeah. funded pretty quickly. It, three released. I want to say was it 2018 or 19 or was it even earlier than that? Uh, I, it might have been like somewhere between 16 and 19. Yeah. So, but yeah, they released three, and it sucks because I think three got like not universally panned, but like it did not get good reviews. And I think it's because 3 didn't change the formula much at all from 1 and 2. Which, for Shinmu fans who wanted a third one, that was great. But for people who were like, oh, let me try this game out. It's like, damn, this... What the hell am and I it, supposed to do? It didn't do anything to modernize the series. Which, I mean, I've been saying this for months now. If RGG got the reins to make Shinmu, it would be perfect. Because they they would understand. I think there's a, there's a, there's a weird understanding to it where like a game like that, if it's gonna sell well or like do well, you have to like to modernize it. You have to make it less mundane. Exactly. Which isn't like a bad thing. Like you know, obviously we talk about that monotony and make fun of it, but like like there there is love monotony. Yeah. There there's like a level of How like. Did you like monotony? <laughs> There's Our a, most controversial. It's TikTok. a great TikTok. I love that TikTok. But uh, there's there's a level of monotony in games. There's like a level that's like I think the general public can stomach versus like super nerds can stomach. Because like Shenmue fans were like, "Yay, Shenmue! This I, I want that shit." And then three was sadly not the the jump that like I think one to two was. Yeah, where two to three would have been. Besides like graphics, the, maybe the biggest problem that I hear about three is the combat because one and two just fully uses the virtual fighter system for like combos and everything but in three it's just like you generic can, action combat yeah just button mashing essentially that that's the tutorial they tell you how to they're like try mashing these buttons and see what happens and it's like are you shitting me but uh yeah i that's one thing i liked about yakuza because you can in fact just play it as a basic ass simple combo thing or if you really sit down and learn all the shit you can learn it becomes like a fucking fighting game and how but in, how intricate some of those combos can be in yakuza mastering those combos is kind of a part of the story if you're trying to do everything because komaki always you know gives you a little trial or whatever but um yeah i've been reading up on it and shinmu 4 has been like leaked pretty recently not like any footage or was anything it, was it in the was it in that big like nvidia leak uh, there's no. a lot of shit in that. No, this was just a singular by itself like post, and uh, the guy's talking about yeah, it's it's gonna be set in a bigger city. You're gonna be fighting the triads that are like working alongside Lon D. So now it's like okay, think of like Yakuza Zero, like one of the one of the guys is the boss for four, and then in five it'll be the next guy, and then you're just working your way up the the triads. But um, 
the biggest part of the post was they were like, Like a Dragon team is not working on this game. <laughs> they're busy working on the next Like a Dragon. Because well, they've been working on 8 since 7 was done. Especially now that everything's simultaneous release. Yeah. Like, I think, wasn't it... I want to say, Lo- was it Lost? Was I don't remember. If like I mean, Ishin was same day. Lost Judgment. So Lost Judgment was their first game that was a simultaneous release. That's why uh, it didn't have the lip syncing for English like like a dragon did. Because they were like, we wanted it to be released to everybody. And that's the thing. But from this point forward, they said it's simultaneous. So Like a Dragon 8 is going to come out uh, everywhere. Gaiden's going to come out everywhere. Whatever else they do next is going to come out everywhere. And I'm all hyped for it. Like my, I just why not just let RGG do the combat? Or I mean, I I wonder, I wonder, probably because they don't have anybody that they can give, right? Because they yeah. they're working on Gaiden, which is still not out yet. I mean, they they're never working stop. on eight. And when is that supposed to come out? This year. Gaiden's supposed to come out this year, and then we have like any Dragon. month indication. No, we haven't no. gotten any news yet. I'm assuming like, but I I don't expect it to be delayed at all. They've never delayed a game, not like or at least not like substantially. It, I mean, they I might have remember. delayed like a uh, an English release before, yeah. but for really? Japanese, it's always been day and date. Wow, oh. they, they're also like surprisingly not that big of a team comparatively when you think about it, and which makes me wonder how the fuck they're putting out consistent games yearly at this point. They just well, they probably, especially if you're dealing it like it well, probably takes a lot when you go to a new engine, but once you're dealing in, in an engine, you probably have some sort of streamlined way to like do stuff and maybe when they're creating stuff they're like okay like i'm creating this this move set this game mechanic they're like maybe just not putting in everything into those games that they just have a, like a it, you know it might be just really streamlined in a, in a really nice game engine i i also kind of answered my question of how do they do it and it's like well they reuse so many assets like yeah. even even judgment like yagami fights differently but a lot of the heat actions that you use in the in the streets like when you have something in your hand it's the same shit kiryu does just with a different character model it's just a different guy. Uh, same with like a lot of the fights. So like, you, you like, I mean, obviously, Kamarocho is in every single Yakuza game. Yeah, the thing. So that probably, helps. They, they have age. a good engine and yeah. most and a lot of stuff is streamlined. So like, adding in like a move set, like a new heat action, mm. might not be that difficult. Or like, maybe they have to add in one outfit. But like, once it's in there, they only have to like run bugs on an outfit to make sure it doesn't like clip through you know like yeah it's probably just basic stuff not saying maybe it's not maybe it's they're just incredible i don't know i can't speak too highly into the it, it's funny the game too. development of that studio but when like you're saying they have a smaller team and stuff and knowing that they reuse uh like resources and stuff like that is probably helpful it's for them. Su- it's super funny to think about too that like everything that like we've complained we like a lot of people complain about for other games quick time events reused assets all these things where it's like oh that sucks anytime yakuza does it i get hype yeah i mean except fair, for the one asset that they never reuse which is ryuji goda yeah <laughs> it's probably and tanimura yeah they and, probably mostly like put a lot of effort it, 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 because they're not creating new they're, unique stuff in their the game. Their cutscenes are insane, and the stories but are like the big. They're thing. probably they're, they put a lot of effort into the writing. They're like, oh yeah, let's just write something really good. Well, they have, and then just reuse all of our resources, but in a new story. They have yeah. two writing teams: the main story, so which is all the 
the main like cutscenes a lot, and then the side co- quest stuff. So all of the side content stuff. Two is different written. rooms. Yeah, <laughs> Two no, very it, different rooms. It's it's no, it's like aggressively like they have people who just be like, oh, this will be funny. And one of them is like an jokes. all black like business center, and the other one is just like a McDonald's playpen, a Chuck E. Cheese, but with cocaine. <laughs> I mean, it, it's I think the first game was just written by a actual Yakuza novelist, like someone who wrote Yakuza crime dramas, like in Japan. He wrote the first game. That was that, and so I—I I don't know if he still writes them, but they—they they get people who know how to write a good drama to write the main story. Then they'll just fuck I was, around. I was just staring. with uh with like the side stuff, like the fact that like you can have the what was it the baby yakuza yeah. group? What? What's the name of that? There's these like, <laughs> there's this one. <laughs> Excuse me. There's this one clan where uh, I can't remember their names, I, but I, I, they have a a name, but the uh. They go to this place in Camarocho, and they go inside, and they all put on diapers, and then the women there, like, take care of them like babies, and, uh, they, like, lay on their backs and bat around balls this and is, shit like No, that. this can't be real. Oh, it, it is, is real. It's, it's real, and it's in two separate games. It's, isn't it, isn't it Kiwami 2 and, and Like a Dragon? Cool, yeah. Yeah. So it is, they've done this twice. And the way it always happens is, like, well, in the first one, at least... The guy meets Kiryu on the street, and he's like, hey, man, do you want to have a good time? And Kiryu's like, yeah, I mean, I, I need to relieve some stress. And he's like, come with me. You're going to fucking love this. And he brings Kiryu in, and he strips down to his diaper. And this woman, like, is mothering him, and Kiryu's like, what the Christ is that? <laughs> and it- so Kiryu just beats the fuck out of all of them. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, because at first Kiryu's like, "I'm not doing this shit. This is weird." And the guy gets offended. That's like, "I what, do love, you won't partake in this." I do you like that cuck? they include like weird kinky stuff like a lot in in the stories. They're very weirdly sex positive. Yeah, it, it's, it's surprising. Well, no, because like a lot of the what's what's the kink where like people like to, like to, to be humiliated? like no the one about the big people. It's like, like giants, giant, giant women, giant women, yeah, giant. giantess, yeah, or yeah. whatever, yeah. But then, yeah, like there's a bunch of just weird stuff, and I'm always like, what the heck? They, they apparently a lot of the a lot of the people who work for RGG are like they are actually friends with a lot of like hostesses and like sex workers. They probably, in Japan. They, yeah, they probably were. So, like, they, yeah. I mean, all the <clears throat> all the uh, the hostesses in the games are like porn stars. Yeah. Well, at least in six. I know in previous ones it's like either either porn stars or they're just like actual hosts, like hostesses. I think I want to say in in what, who's the the ones who run Stardust? Uh, the the two oh, hosts. Uh, they're actual hosts in Judah and the secret Korean one. Yeah, uh, they're actual hosts in in Japan. Like they 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 hire people. I mean, case in point, like, Yakuza 0 has... The three captains are all real actors in Japan. They're, like, big actors. Yeah, I mean, that that's the whole thing with Kuze. I see posts every fucking day that's, of like... Silent Library? I see him Silent in, in Library. Silent Library all the time. Apparently, he does a lot of game shows. And people are like, I was watching this weird gap- Japanese game show that I like, and Kuze just fucking showed up? <laughs> Why is like, Kuze real? He's, like, <laughs> he's like being, like, like Majima. Just popping it's up. It's the Kuze yeah. everywhere. Kuze everywhere. See, I've said this. If they want to go super prequel, give us a Kuze game. And like that's one of the things where Kuze just really likes going on to game shows. And that's like I a don't side know. story. Even that, it like, like young Kuze after World War II where it's yeah. like the Yakuza's the law. Well, yeah. like, especially when in Zero where he talks about like Kuze's like, like, um, when, when Kiryu goes to the, the, the boss 
and he's like I like and then he's with Tachi Bond and was like I'll pay for this guy and he's like I have there's somebody like that I know that's worth that much and it's Kuze and you like I would love the backstory yeah of, of Kuze working for the boss and being that that guy that dude well that's the thing Kuze like Kuze's not a villain he's just an antagonist like in the whole game because you're like that's true he's just he, at odds yeah with and Kiryu. like because like you know if like circumstances were different they probably would have been like pretty close like where it'd been like oh yeah i respect like and they do have a respect for each other like but by the time you i mean it, yeah like game. not he's like also the one guy in those games that has a demon for a back tattoo well like fucking all the awesome. other all the other uh what are the captains yeah. like do not respect kiryu they're like dirt playing dirty and all this stuff and kuse was like like nah like yeah yeah yeah. He definitely respects Kiryu. I mean, even like, like I can't spoil because never mind. You haven't finished it. Uh, I mean, I've told Matt pretty much everything, and he will not remember. I guarantee it. That I'm just saying, like to me, my favorite, like to, still to this day, my favorite finale is just the fact that you you go through the whole game and you're like, man, this Shibusawa guy kind of seems like a bitch because he just doesn't do shit. And then finally, he's like, my turn. And like all, like all of a sudden, it's the most competent organization that has existed in the Yakuza, and you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, he's just devastating you. It, and then, and then the fact that the boss fight—this is what gets me—is that like Shibusawa is the only like other boss fight in the history of Yakuza who has stances like Kiryu. Like when you fight him, he goes from beast stance to the quick one to his own legend stance. All of it, like like Kiryu can, and it's like fucking mental that like you're like whoa like honestly i we make all those kuze jokes but like i would love to see a shibusawa story where it's like how the fuck did he get so shit get give all three of them that do yeah you've had multiple playable protagonists in these but no what if it was just like you could even not do like a full game have like a game that's just each all like all the uh, captains and just it's a little each little. each like th- each like few chapters is their story. Yeah, and just goes through. Yeah, that I mean that's really cool. That's basically what Yakuza like if it's a twelve, you know, are. like a lot of what is like Yakuza on average maybe like twelve, 12 to seventeen to, chapters. Yeah, so like let's say you did it right in the middle of like how many captains are there? Three, three, three of those. Give me each five. Yeah, fifteen give me each chapters. Five. Yeah, and it, even we'll even just if go it, one two three one two three, and that would be that would be cool. I I still like the. I think Awana would be fun to see just because he's like he's the more he's a maniac. Yeah, he's crazy. The, I the, I remember seeing him shoot the fucking the the, the, girl. the dancer. Yeah, because at first he's like yeah, and then just you hear gunshot, and you look back, there's just dead ass dancer. You're like that was a turning point Whoa. in that game for me because it was like nobody had really died yet except for that one guy off screen that Kiryu got blamed for, and then you see him shoot this lady, and you're like was that, oh, that shit. wasn't even that wasn't even bef- that was before the body double got killed even. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, uh, Makima, or not Makima, Makoto, Makoto, Makima, your shirt. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was like, I was like, no, I'm saying it right, but I'm like, no, that's not her name. Wait, what? I all the time before I say either Majima or Makima, I just have to check that I'm not saying the other. I think it's kind of funny right now. Goro Makima. Luca's wearing a black T-shirt with the Dragon of Dojima on it. Matt's wearing a Metal Text Chainsaw Man t-shirt, and I'm sitting here in a lime green Hello Kitty shirt. <laughs> I've also got a 7-Eleven hat with all the champions on it. Nice. So. Nice. Well, speaking of champions, I, we... You too can be a channel kid. Yeah, with Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you, you too can be a champion with our sponsor, 
penis pill. No, I'm kidding. Well, speaking of sponsors, <laughs> uh, right now we are partnered up with two fantastic sponsors. Uh, first one being Dubby. Dubby is a uh, gamer drink uh, that gives you jitterless energy, which is honestly really awesome. We love it here, and they're a great sponsor. So if you check them out at W.GG and use code Take it sleazy, one word at checkout, and you'll get ten percent off, and you can help us out. They've also got some sick merch, like hats, hats, mouse pads, some anime I think we're girl. All end up owning that mouse pad at some point. Anime uh, girl really cups. Um, yeah, the shakers. Yeah, but we—it's that jitterless energy. So you know, a lot of them, like even Red Bulls and Monsters, man, they they can mess me up. I, can't, so, I mean, I, I, I remember having the the Crash Bandicoot G Fuel when that came out, dude. I it, like, I made me feel like I was having heart attacks. Yeah, I was going insane on that. Yeah, shit. so it was like fucking meth. Yeah, exactly. And then the other, uh, well, BJ, you want to tell us about our other sponsor? Yeah, our other sponsor is ChairsForGaming.com. So what they do is they just you know sell chairs for gaming. It's pretty explanatory. It's in the name. Well, what's really great about them is their price point. Yeah, they're they're a lot cheaper than what you're going to find on like Racer X or whatever there, um, but same amount of quality. Yeah. Like if you're if you're not worried about a brand name, which you shouldn't be, you should be worried about how your back's going to feel. That's right. Um, and your wallet, your bank account. You know, inflation and all that shit going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's not very uh, economical for everyone to buy a $10,000 gaming chair with a pillow and a leg rest. Exactly. However, exactly. on ChairsForGaming.com, you can get one that's exactly the same for a lot less. And they have some really nice color options, too. I was it's looking true. at that. And, yeah, a, a large spectrum. You can get ones that are, like, mesh or ones that are, like, suede back. It's really awesome. Um, yeah, but it's Chairs, the number four gaming.com. And, again, take it sleazy at checkout for 10% off. Yep. Now let's uh, get into Tears of the Kingdom. Let's do it. Okay, this is what I wanted to say because we before the podcast we were just talking, and you, mo- a lot of the time, it, it, I mean, pretty much every week that happens where we start chatting because we're all in the same room together. I mean, on that episode, the last one, I was like, "Yeah, you just played live, live, didn't you?" We talked about that, <laughs> and then it was like, "No, that was off the podcast," and I was like, "No." <laughs> We there there's a point where we go we start talking and yeah we I think we 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 we've all talked for so long that we're like w- was the mics on for that one yeah we need we let's turn them on so, yeah because yeah. I, I I think that shows progression in us though not noticing when we're talking into a microphone it's just talking now yes. yeah, uh, yeah it's true it it does you know it, we'll just have to break that barrier once we get into video um, it definitely was hard for us. On our hundredth episode, I know that for, if, for if sure. If you go watch the hundredth yeah. episode, you'll realize I didn't know what that, to do with my hands. Uh huh. I didn't realize that there was a camera that I could look at. That That's what I kept on trying to tell you too. And you, even after that, you're still like turning. And then fully you know, around. this is what you said. I was like, "There's your camera." And you're like, "I'll get whatever camera I want." Because <laughs> I, I literally the whole thing I was because I the room like the lights got me because I didn't because the camera that was in front of me was like all black against a dark wall and I'm like. Okay, and then I'm, so I'm like, there's four cameras. There were five, and I'm just like, all right, I'll just keep looking over here. That was so intimidating. It really that was set up. We got through it though, because I, I think like I want to say within like 15 minutes we just kind of stopped caring because we just kept we just started going off. I mean, the twisted teas helped because we chugged some before and yeah, and during and after. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good day. Um, if you haven't seen that episode, you can check it out on YouTube or on Spotify. You can, but, check, it, you can check out our other episodes on YouTube now, too. We're starting to upload some of them. That's right. But um, Also, I realized I was listening to the Mother Day, Mother's Mother Day, Day Mother Day. Mother Day. Mother Day. Mother Day. How much dedicated wham. I said cunt twice in the Mother's Day episode. Yeah, respect. 
pro Sorry, women. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom, to my mother as well. Um, but I, the, the thing I've been really enjoying and trying really hard is I really have not. So, like, TikTok is blowing up on Tears of King. At least that's, I see it. It feels like every, it's like I'll get two non Tears of the Kingdom and then it's like five more Tears of the Kingdom in a row. But I've been trying to stay away from anything like story wise, story wise, or even like for me, it's like if I if I see someone who goes how to find this chest, I'll, I'll watch it because I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll look for it I'll, next time. I'll yeah, like gameplay stuff. I'll watch. Yeah, I'll save it if it's like, oh, check out this armor set. I'm like, okay. But I've been really trying, at least with like temples or any puzzles. I'm like, I want to figure this out. I want to go through because. I am very susceptible to be like, I just want to enjoy the game. And I feel like sometimes, and, and I'll think, well, if I really like, this is going to lessen my enjoyment because of how hard this puzzle is. But I've been really, especially with, with so many shrines, I've been, it gets you into this mood of like puzzle solving and gets your head space and that, that like trying to figure stuff out. So I've been trying to like not do that at all. But what I have been doing, which BJ saw, is there's a new duplication glitch for items. And I was like, okay. I'm Apparently the new update didn't ruin it either. Yeah, I, I still yeah. haven't installed it because I was like unsure. But I have been. Um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do a couple of diamonds so I can just get like shit ton of rupees. Just, just a base. I'm not. You got I'm like not, fifty ancient blades. Yeah, but the, oh yeah, because there's the ones you can add to the yeah. Yeah, and, they, and they're plus fuck. fifty. But BJ, I'll just tell you right now, if you add it to the master sword, it's one charge, but it does the exact same thing as the ancient arrows do on guardians. Yeah, no, because I it just evaporate. It, it literally just it evaporates like an enemy, and yeah, and to a I, black hole. And I, I was like, I did it to like a bug, like a a, a, bokoblin. Like a, a bokoblin. and he just went, and I was like, oh my god, what? No, it sent I, him into the I, nether realm. I did that because I, I I was using amiibos and I used the the guardian amiibo and I got an I've only blade. gotten I got, rusty shields from I, that I've, stupid I've, amiibo. I got the ancient blade and I and I see I see ancient I got blade. Some dope shit. Cool. The last time I did it, I was showing Matt. I got the bigger on sword. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, from uh, it's ridiculous. I, it was a it was a, it was I I was pissed. But I was getting the nice thing about it is though, once you get something from an amiibo, you can find a Poe statue in the depths, and if you ruin that weapon, you can rebuy it with Poe's. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, from so you I, can do that with a Hylian shield. Well, maybe I need to, you have to I, find I've heard it, right? I've heard that you it's, can, you can buy in, back the Hylian. Where shield. the fuck is it? It's in it's it, in the dock of Hyrule Castle. Yes, yeah, so it's at Hyrule Castle. And, I don't know and apparently, I didn't know this because I, I was looking. I was like, no spoilers, whatever. And they say, yeah, you have to fight like a phantom thing. And it's like well, a boss I fight. had to fight a phantom thing. I won't spoil. It. So, well, I found have a you way. Seen the hands yet? Finally, yeah, that shit's terrifying it's as fuck. So terrifying. If you beat the hands, it summons Phantom Ganon. And you have to fight and defeat him. Well, okay, in a specific so, location. Okay, I was going to say. I no, was gonna it's, say. it's everywhere, because I was out exploring yesterday, and I beat the hands again to see if it happened, and he came up in the forest. Really? I, I always run away, so I, I found a way so into that, Korok So that's forest. what it is. That's what I didn't want to spoil, because I didn't know if you if that's like a spoiler, but yeah, Phantom Ganon is, is guarding the Highland guys, Shield. Guys, if you, if you, if you, uh, yeah, the way, there's going to be lots possibly. of, there's lots of, well, even though we're going to be, BJ and I are going to be trying to be sensitive, or we will be sensitive to what you hear uh luke but to other people I just mean, tell me does does zelda get that raru dick dicking down in the in the that's <laughs> she's too busy being like a dragon yeah it's uh um at this point just because of how, that, uh, how oh i can't it? even i was about to i was about to 
boil something so big. Oh I'm my at this, god! At this point, I'm gonna be honest with not you. Not so big, but my my brain went to like super theory mode. And don't tell me if I'm right or not. But like, I keep seeing the dragons flying in the air. That I'm just like, are they all just part of Zelda somehow? You'll see. Yeah, I figure I will. But like, I I cause I also wait. Can you fight those dragons, or is it the same where you can, you can't fight them? But in this one, it's cool because you can land on their backs. Can you get their scales like you can the previous well, ones? Well, they've added. There's, there's five. You can get fangs. Talons, um, or, or they're also called claws, it, depending on what dragon. Mm. It's a, a talon or claw. Then there's scales, uh, so fangs, talons, scales, and then there's horn shards, horns. which are like split off pieces oh. of the horns on their backs. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so sorry, but you have to land on them and pick those there's up. Four, you can't there's shoot four. Those off. Uh, oh, so you have, to, you, you have to land on them and then you just pick them all up and then yeah, you like... just start at the tail and you run to the head and then you jump, jump off. off and get your other piece or whatever. You is want. it? Is it like? Can you just do it like every like so often? So like every time they show up, you can go back on them and get their stuff. Yeah, it might yeah, be I once think a day. I think it's once a day. Because because I remember it was the stuff. same thing with the previous There's ones. Most... If you summoned one, you could like shoot it and get a scale or whatever. Yeah. But like only once. Because isn't that how you got the Hylian, uh, not Hylian, the Champion's tunic at some point was? Have the... you found the Champion's tunic? Yeah. I funnily oh, enough. Yeah, yeah. We ta- we talked fun- about this off. Funnel- podcast, funnily but... enough, not the way that he told me to. Uh, it's he, on TikTok. He, no, no. I just went to Hyrule Castle. Yeah, I mean it's it's in a pretty central location. Well, yeah. and I I was goofing around and I, I was just like oh whatever, and then I saw two unlit things and I'm like, that's probably what I got. And I had I, I had put like a ruby on a sword, so I just flung fire at it, and then I just see the throne move, and I'm like, oh sick. Yeah. And then boom, there's the thing. And then uh, BJ had texted me like I think later, and he goes, yeah, go to Zelda, go go to the house. And so no, it was while we were all playing. Uh... Well, no, because he I, I I had asked him again. I like texted oh, okay. him. Okay. And so I went to the house found the well you could go down in and i was like cool this i was like i, I but I at least for going to the house you also get the hairband yeah which has no armor though i have not picked yeah, that up even though i've been in the house like two times aesthetic i mean yeah but i, I don't care about the aesthetic at that point i i do yeah, what i do about those buffs maybe well i did what my thing right now is trying to get the satori armor the what I did last game and what I'm doing now is I I get the the Rito headdress which is basically just Link's regular outfit but with like a wing in his hair, and I'm like cool. Not only do I get some cold uh, resistance, but it's basically just the same haircut. But I yeah, so I've been duplicating a lot of stuff, bombs and other stuff because I'm just like it's just stuff that I'm I'm like okay if I'm not gonna like look at tips to how to like solve puzzles or where to go to do stuff. I You'll really... just cheat and get all, make sure you're good with all I'm your just, other shit. Yeah. Like that, that feels like better cheating than like me kind of skipping what the game f- feels if, like. If for, I, like, if I lose, if the... I can't figure out a dungeon, like, like for instance, like, like if I, cause if I'm just spawning bomb arrows, all I'm doing is just, I'm still going to battle people, but now I get to use bombs. It's not, I mean, it's, it's less of, like it's it's more like how I was playing The Last of Us, where it was like I'm not skipping story, and I'm not like if it was more open world and like there was you know stuff, and I was like looking up how to get through stuff and not actually using my brain. But it's still I had just I had so much fun playing the game with the explosive the bow, infinite explosive bow. Yeah, yeah. So you know it's it's that that's my attitude right now. I'm you know I'll probably not do it because it takes a little bit of time, um, but I have a good a good bit of stuff to use. But like I was really proud of myself because I, I, I found it. the core got into the Korok Forest without using TikTok or anything or any you know YouTube videos and I just used my head and then I gave BJ some information about 
that all of the light roots in the uh, depths cor correlate to to uh, shrines. And I was like, I know there's got to be a shrine in the forest. So if I maybe go to the light root under the forest, then yeah, it was it was pretty good. I uh I still have not I still have not found any more Korok seeds to the point where I'm still rocking with only four bows and four shields. Dang, dude! And and like I, I and then whatever you get for the tutorial one when you meet him the first time, I have one extra. I don't do slot. the ones that they're like, help me get to my friend. So, I do those sometimes. It depends see, on actually, how close they are that, and how bullshit it is. That one's usually pretty easy because I can just be like, all right, let me make a thing and then just like boost it out over there. Yeah. Usually I, that's how it works. Well, I've been using the most of the duplication I've been using to get Zonite so I can get, just get more batteries so I can build oh, more yeah. crazy. How, that's how, honestly, that's the only thing. I've got like, I mean, like 20. I'm working on my last battery now. I, I, <laughs> I still have my one. I, I like worked. I got like 20 bomb arrows. I think like 25 diamonds and then... I did uh, the like forty ancient blades, and then I've just been grinding, duplicating large zonites, just because I want to make all these massive. I don't want to have to go in the depths to make all these crazy cool. Oh, so you just don't want to play the game how it was meant to be played? Oh no, that's no, cool. <laughs> yeah, I've I've noticed with all these batteries that I have, I'll make one of those like little airplanes. The the little bikes that everyone's making. No, with the wing. Oh, okay. And uh, I'll put my propellers on it. I'll put my little steering stick on there, and I'll be flying for a while, and it will break before my batteries run out. <laughs> I've been using so everyone says like the the best little thing to get around the depths is you just get it takes two fans and a control stick, and you put the the a batter uh, a fan one, facing one, down one fan and facing then the, down. the the control stick forty five degrees up in front of it, and then the next fan you do is you put. 45 degrees below it and it's just like a little bike a little hover bike, a little hover bike. Yeah. and it's and you throw a little large uh bright bloom flower on the front of it it's you, just got a light <laughs> yeah and you just fly around the depths and it's so much fun that yeah. it's it's the things like that that i'm like yeah they they really thought a lot about what you could like there's like there's no limit to I mean, like it's insane creativity. what people are building it's people are playing a different game than we are i mean it's it's like i keep saying it's a miracle in programming that any of this works at all <laughs> and then it, no, i'm gonna be honest and then it works on the fucking switch that's what's really got everybody confused they're like how the fuck did they do this it to me it shows it shows aggressively that like all right it is aggressively if you know how to use this system or not because they clearly know like how how to optimize for the switch because like i have had like virtually no frame drops in it's my pretty playthrough. obvious to me that at least they are like really limited like a large thing that they're like processing is or not processing is things right outside like your visible perimeter because I can a lot of times doing anything that's a slightly fast I can not running but anything like if you're in a bike if you're if you're like even like sledding shield surfing down you see the pop going fast, a bit. you'll yeah. just yeah you'll see stuff popping I'm like that's fair like fair enough like they well, it, to me, it, they they have to be there has to be like a weird loading thing because they're not simultaneously loading the overworld, the sky, and the fucking depths I, at once. I, it's amazing yeah. that there's not a loading screen to go into the depths. Well, I feel I feel like it's one of those like, sneaky loading screens where it's like as you're falling, that's the loading screen. I mean, a hundred percent is because like then in, we don't see. Yeah, but it, well, what in, is in, it? In, it's in, only three seconds. Skyrim on like. The PlayStation 3 takes longer to exit a house. Skyrim on the yeah. Switch takes longer to exit a house. Yeah. No, it's insane. 
like we see all these like mini loading screens. Like Final Fantasy VII had a lot of them, where it's like, oh, we're gonna have to like, or like Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. The let me like squeeze through the little crevices as I walk because that's loading the next spot sneakily. This game, it's like there's like no loading screens, except when you die or when you or when uh, you like sh- uh, slate yeah. teleport. But even then, like it's a loading screen. But I like by the way, your your little cursor will disappear and then appear where you're where you're going to. Yeah, on, like, the, the other map. good thing is like you, it shows all your stats, like how many. Uh, like before, remember the the last loading one? It showed the divine beasts, yeah, like running. Yeah. And then once you got the bike, it showed the bike at the end. Oh, oh. that was that was a great little loading. I wonder. Screen. I wonder if you can find the bike. Like, I wonder if that's just somewhere. Like, There's no fucking way. Yeah, especially with all these machines that you have. Yeah, but now. but ima- but imagine like the only way <laughs> the only way to work it is it now runs off your batteries or you have to put something on it so you can still use it, Ooh, but it is battery powered. That would be that would be good. But the, oh, the bike would be awesome. It just it, because I'd be using it every fucking chance I get, just zooming. Yeah, no, I I wish. I, I mean, I hope so. It feels like it would fit in. I wonder. Yeah. But, I wonder but what the they're thing gonna is, do. They feel like they've replaced the bike, though. That's I wonder. What they're, like trying to say with the, this new game is you can build something else. I wonder what their plan is for like possible DLC. Because I'm assuming we're gonna get like a master mode. That's the whole game again, but more hard. That's a good question. But oh, then, like, like the one hit one. Well, yeah, that was a. Was that just a power up the master sword? Wasn't that that, that little quest line? No, or? the power up to the master sword was you had to go in bare, right into the challenges, and you had to make your way. I think there were two different ones you could do, but so you had to make was, your way through. Like I think it was like eight levels where you were, every time you loaded in, you had nothing. What was um so was the champion because the champion's ballad what was that the one hit one or or you had to go to certain yeah, spots to do that right champion's ballad it was like back on the great plateau with different shrines and then it gives you that weird stick that yeah is the one hit thing that yeah you that has to be charged each time you use it which is fucking wild they charge yeah because you can only after use it, it, it was a th- once you, you use it. a full combo. It, you couldn't use it until the, it like charged up blue again. That's right. Yeah, so you could do three hits and then you can't hit anymore. It sucked because there was one spot I remember I kept dying because there was a flock of keys, and I was like, one of these is gonna hit me. And every every fucking time, I was like, fuck. So I'm trying to sneak past them instead. And then of course I get hit by a rock off screen of a common goes, ooh, that guy, and everything. I was like, fuck, I hate this so much, but I, I beat it finally. I'm finally working on my second line of heart containers. I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm right behind you. I. I have five. Oh my goodness. I literally haven't been playing as much as y'all. I know. I know. I know. The um. Also, the 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 few shrines I have done, I've been giving myself more stamina because I'm like, I feel like that's more important to to get around the the map. So I was like, yeah, give me that. Definitely important. It's definitely I, important. All right, fuck both of you. <laughs> um, no, because I, I did a thing. There was like a boss at one of those like Minecraft villager esque constructs yes there was just a floating island and like but the first time i couldn't get there because i didn't have enough stamina but i i finally got it went back flew off this little bird thing and, and, and then Rito. jumped off and then yeah ritos did it and i had enough stamina to not only get there but i slam attacked him down and hit like the the spot to get a little crit damage to start yeah. the boss fight i was like let's fucking go so yeah to me stamina has been the more important bit especially because i got the climbing gear and so i'm just climbing faster i was like this is great so I'm getting around a lot easier everywhere. I feel like there's more armor sets. There's a lot more is than that, last game. Is that... No, because it's everyone from but the last game exists. I know. Plus way more. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Um, I think there... Did they say there's like 74 sets, which includes all, you know, headgear, base set, and pants? I saw... I saw a video of somebody who's already gotten every Korok seed. How many? Are, that to me. How many are there? Blows in this game? me away. That's all they're doing. That blows me away more than like any other accomplishment in the game. How many are there in this game? I, there's like a thousand. Well, because it wasn't there. Wasn't there 999 in the last one, right? 990. 990. And then they upped it to like 1100 with the DLC. And this one is past that. I think it's like a thousand. But then they're probably adding. Yeah. Adding more worth a deal. But I wouldn't be surprised if they got up to like fifteen hundred. To be fair though, at least this one, it's not one Korok seed per like whatever. Like it, I'll, I'll save like a, a crew and I'll get three. And I'm like, okay, cool. Are they or, three? I thought are they just two? If you or transport two. the guy, it's two. Okay, then I'm like, yeah, so two. So you get two, and then if you just find one, he's like, here's one. Yeah. I'm already at the two. point where it's like, I need seventeen Korok seeds to give you a new weapon slot. I'm yeah. Like, Fuck that. Yeah. I forget when I stopped in Breath of the Wild, but I was like, this is enough. I have yeah. enough weapons. I'm good. The, yeah, I'm uh, pretty comfortable where I am with my weapons now. Yeah, yeah, I got some. I've, yeah, for sure. Have y'all fucked around, by the way? Have you gotten, uh, I, I get it a lot when I use uh, Urbosa's Amiibo, but have y'all gotten, like, the, the, the Gerudo Scimitar, Scimitar, and when you when you put it on something else, like, I, I, I fought, uh, was it a, a black, lo- lo- like, Whatever the katana it doesn't horn go is. with the curvature. It just sticks off the tip. Well, no. So that's the thing. I put one of the... Was it the lizard ones? But yes, yes like the katana, katana one. And I put it on there, and it was just full of katana. Yeah, some of them slap down to the base of the weapon. I so think like I the think the, the weapon has to be pristine. If it's, if, it's, if it's rusted and gross, it won't work, I think. Because I had a pristine one. Because, yeah, like what you were saying, I've... I've Put something on the Gerudo Scimitar and it's just on the tip I, of it. I was looking. I think it depends on weapon type. Oh, so last game okay. they had a mechanic where they had a Octorok, which are the balloon, like the octopus balloon guys that live in near uh, Goron, like mountain, you know, Death Mountain. And what they do is they they suck in and then they shoot out. But if you put the last game, if you put like a weapon by it and then they suck yeah, like it a in. rusty weapon. Yeah, or just anything. Yeah, they would they would like repair it. So the same works in this game. So I tried that on a dope weapon, and I was thinking, oh, they'll probably like remove all of the schmuck on it, and it didn't. So I'm like trying to find some pristine weapons. They're they're like there's a lot of them in the depths. Really good to know. The other thing that like freaked me out about the depths that I like kind of was a reason for not going in there was that the gloom, I was like, that really freaked me out. But then I realized that when you go to a light route, it takes away the gloom when you activate it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really helpful. That makes or sense. Or like- you go to the overworld. And it just evaporates, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I was gonna say it, that makes sense because, like, I remember every time you uh, do a light route, the hearts showed up, and I was like, what "Yes, the fuck? that's I uh, same here." And then the one at time, first I thought it was because oh, it'll heal me, but then I had like two did, hearts. It didn't, it didn't heal. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck is going I on?" Went through the exact same process, and then one time I had like had some gloom damage, and then I saw it go, bloop, bloop, and I was like, "Oh." That's what it's about. I, I gotta, Even I, if you stand under those things after you've lit it up, it'll slowly recharge that too. Which is nice. I, I, fu- nice. I was fucking around with a bunch of the like uh, the the food items you get from amiibos, and I, I just threw a bunch of shit in a pan, and I got something that's like ups my gloom resistance or whatever it is, and I was like, oh shit, cool. And then, ironically enough, 
Not five minutes later is when I saw the hands for the first time, and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I wonder if that fan- because if Phantom Ganon is like a fun mini boss fight you get to have just anytime the hands show up. Like, have you beaten Phantom Ganon or, or no? Twice now. Okay, so you beat- so you can still refight him. Okay. Honestly, not as bad. As, I had a harder time with the hands. Yeah, the hands fucking suck. Yeah. Well, because you're stuck in the gloom and can barely move, and all and of them grab can reach you, for they, you. They, they, they shake you like a doll. Yeah. <laughs> how do you beat like the like, hands? What's, like what's the best way to beat the hands? Dazzle fruit stuns them all. Okay, I didn't know that. I've just been using shock fruit to stun one, and then I'll shoot the next one to keep them in a stun lock. Dazzle fruit. So okay. dazzle fruit gets them all. Yeah, I, I, so, I use so a lot sh- of dazzle fruit. Okay. They're really helpful. Can they can they get frozen or no? Like if you hit them uh, ice? I mean, I assume so because I. But I got probably it's one hand at, hand at a time. Probably. Well, yeah, maybe well, they they all move in unison. So if one gets stuck, then the other has to like pivot around, but it can't move past. Mm, they're like all like. Oh, so yeah. it's it's like they have their own they're little connected. section. They're, so my strategy is it. hit the one on the far right, hit the one on the far left. Rinse and repeat until both of those are dead, and then move to the next two. Oh, mm, that's actually good. I'm assuming hit them in the eyes. It's just it's a crit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't really hit them anywhere else. Yeah, because if you I, you don't want to engage them with swords and stuff, because you'll just get be standing in the gloom. I wonder. And then grab you. I wonder what the because obviously you guys might know this more than I do, but like the master sword. I wonder if it gets like fully fixed and you get it back. If it's gonna be like gloom resistant, because I wonder. I'm assuming because Zelda's in the past, she probably fixes it, and then it becomes better because she can probably, I don't know, she actually is, like, seeing Ganon become the Demon King and sees the gloom, probably, and she's like, ah, I'll fix it better in some, you know, hand-wavy bullshit way of, like, and protagonist gets the cool sword that can beat the bad thing. Because that was what it was in the previous in the previous game was... It's pretty it's not crazy. I... Compared to any of the other games I've I've been playing, I've been like, oh my gosh, this they, is crazy. There hasn't really been like a a badly written. Zelda Honestly, game. it felt like to me like dramatic, like Yakuza, where I was like, no way, and did not see it coming, and it was crazy. And I've been like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that I've watched it my on my own, and uh, the thing that we're talking about, and I got. Just fucking chills, dude. And then, then when I you was watched there it, when Matt did it, and I had chills, and I, I got him again. I was like, "Damn, this shit hits." It's so good. There's a, there's a bunch of also just really tasteful shots that they do in their cinematics. It's 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 real good. I'm I'm really pleased. You you've only done the two temples, right? Water, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you and done what temples have you done? We've all done the same ones. I've except done. You did the uh, third one. Air, water, and fire. Okay, I'm so about, about to, to do fire. Sand. That's what I think I'm going to do that I'm one. I'm about to do we fire. Can all roll with them yeah. together. So, water was my favorite so far. See, that one was really yeah, fun. I, well, I liked it because, one, I, I like Sidon better as a character. Uh, Sidon's the best. Yeah, Sidon's the best. I, I will say, because did, did he talk in the previous game? Like, did he actually get a cutscene in the previous game where he said a word? Because I swear to God, I, my, in my head, Sidon sounded way different. I, I don't know if he did. I know he did in Age of Calamity. That's okay. probably what you're thinking. Because to me, Sidon should sound like a ha ha. You know what I mean? Like kind of that. What? Like not All Might voice. Kind of Almighty, but like a little younger. Think, not not like. And then I realized. Well, hey, yeah, he, bro. Well, well, he's he's a fucking royal, yeah, kid, a, like prince. So he's gonna sound princely and like ah yes. I'm Link, so glad whatever. that he, he. And I was like, whole, okay, like, cool. He, you get to see this, like, even though I wanted like a full on like, like. Uh, 
a New Hope's like, you know, like award ceremony as his coronation, where like a bunch of people and there was flags in the air. Like I wanted that kind of coronation for him, but I'm still just happy. Big ups to my dude, though. I actually, yeah. I, me and me and BJ talked about this because I texted him about it, but I was like. Like we were joking that I'm like, man, rip all the people who felt who really wanted Link and Sidon together. And now he's got a girlfriend. But 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 then we were we were like all the joking aside. I was like, I actually really liked his story, dude. I love the scene his with fiance balances him out. Yeah, really well. I love that scene where he was. She was like, no, like you haven't been acting the same. Like I'm fine. You need to go do this. When, like when, you've been high, like I. That's like the a great depiction of a woman. I just like she, of like a strong woman. Let's like I also love that 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 they. It was a way they brought Mifa back, where it's like Mifa's death still hits. Yeah, where it's like yeah, of course her little brother is not over the fact that her, his sister died. It's also and, like and now he has someone else in his who's like oh, I can't let her die too. I cannot well, lose her too. It explains so much like. Like the king ran away, and then Sidon's like, "I have to cleanse this water nonstop, twenty four seven. And all he's doing is running away from the problem of saying, "Like, no, I'm important and needing to stay in one safe space yeah. forever." <laughs> when when he and I won't deal with any of the other problems going on because I, I'm just avoiding because I'm that, scared of that, losing that little again. fight with the with the the gooey like like. Uh, when you know it's the first time you inside on a fight, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's sick!" And then immediately after, yeah, yeah, you get the scene where he's like, "All right, I gotta go back to cleaning the water," and she's like, "Get the fuck off your ass and go yeah, help Link." No, she was. I love that she kind of kicked him into shape. Like, I love that. That was super awesome. I, I, I actually really did. Same, same with like so far each character, like from the previous games, like felt like they've actually like. Like it, it feels like it. It's felt like there's a long time between them. Not just it does. like I was super not to not see just Hudson's like daughter, um, and I was like, dang, yeah. There's just well, so much like you, you guys haven't gotten here yet, but Unobo is much better than he is in the first game. Unobo is he's the Goron champion. Okay, I need to see that. I'm about to see it because I'm in Goron City, which oh, thankfully like in the first one it was the kid that was yeah, because he's all kind of scared, yeah, kind of shy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, in this one he's kind of the goat. Kind of yeah. like Hell like his yeah. old man, yeah. Good. <gasps> I I'm I'm very excited to see the Gerudo uh, town just because I wonder. Well, I wonder if it's going to be the same as before. Got to get got to go find the the, go the, the girl clothes and then sneak in, or if they're going to find a new way. Nah, you, they'll probably be they, like, oh, that's Link. Either that, or they're or they're going to be like, hey, the bizarre little spot is now opened up more to where it's like not just that one little like I went area. to the uh, the little. Um, Oasis. Oasis, and uh, there's only one piece of armor you can get there, and it's the Desert Vo headband. The Vo, oh, the Vo headband. Yeah. Okay. So, dude, some, some dude headwear. Yeah. That's well, that's awesome. the thing. I ironically, like they obviously other people would wear that, but it it with this game having like Ganon is back and he's like the actual Gerudo dude. I'm like, all right, cool. I I can't I can't wait to see that in the cutscenes, and when you go see Riju and maybe gets like learn a bit more Gerudo lore and be like, oh yeah, Ganon was the Gerudo. Like he's the Go like he's Rudo. he's the reason they're isolated in the desert away from everyone else. Like to the point where it's like, oh yeah. Cause like in every game, anytime the Gerudo have been have shown up, they are isolated. They're not part of Hyrule because of Ganon. Because he's the one guy that fucked it all up for everybody. And now everybody's like, oh yeah, those Gerudo bitches? Nah. We don't fuck yeah, with they, them. Yeah, they've they've ruined the world because of like, them. Well, and it's a lot of it is because, like, I think at least in Ocarina of Time, and I think I want to say 
Breath of the Wild. The culture is like, oh yeah, when when the 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 dude Gerudo gets born, when the actual male gets born, they just become king. Like that's how that's how their society works. They get immediate you know rights to the throne, and they're the ruler. So like that is like the king that grows up into his you know kinghood, and then I guess Ganon was just like, I'm gonna, I don't just want sand. I want everywhere. Give me everything. I want this whole world to burn. Dude, I. How's not okay? To spoil. I was gonna say without spoiling as vague as possible. How how cool is Ganon? Uh, that's about what I was gonna say. The cut the the cutscene that's really crazy. You get a little bit of a transformation scene, and yeah. it is so badass. How how I'm assuming like Matt Mercer's killing it. It's yeah. hot as fuck, but yeah. the animation is what's really the big part. But yeah, Matt Mercer is doing his a good his, uh, his demon king like design that you see every time you beat the temple where he's got like the the like the fucking almost looked like crusted on Wait, like every demonic time you beat a- when you beat a temple you meet the sage and they always go to that flashback scene of Raru with all the sages in Zelda yes verse and then yes. it's demon king Ganon with the bright red yes. hair that's like glowing and he's got like the almost looks like venom like symbiote goo on him and so he's like you see you get to see I've that seen tra- that so if you've seen that it's the transformation to into that, that oh, is sick. so. So cool. He does that and then immediately creates the first blood moon. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's actually cool. I I assume the blood moon is like his doing. Yeah. Because I'm like, especially seeing like that, like his like transformation form after the temple. I'm like, that, that looks too sick. Even the first game, like when you see like the gooey red thing, you're like, the blood moon is clearly his doing. I wonder if... Do we have any lore that says the Blood Moon stopped when you beat Calamity Ganon, or did it keep going after that game? It seems to have stopped. It, no, you still get it. Because well, I'm saying like, well, but in in the lore, yes, like after you beat, like after Calamity Ganon was dead, and like canonic, not like oh, I get to go back and play the game well, more, but like yes, after that, I would like, say yes because you get the cutscene of every one of the like enemies just like evaporating in the first game, like after yeah, you beat them, they all just like. Get Thanos snapped away, and then I'm assuming- there's a side quest in this game that kind of goes a little bit into that. It's at the school in Hateno, um, and the guy's like, "You can sit in for the history lesson if you want." And then he like tells the kids all this lore about the calamity, and uh, they're like, "Ain't no fucking way that happened, bullshit." So you have to go take a picture of the uh, the tapestry in Impa's old house and bring it back, and they're like, "Well, I guess ain't no way nobody faked that." I, I'm very interested to see how this leak because I'm assuming this game is going to kind of explain how Calamity Ganon happened. Because, like, I mean, it, just from inference, it's just his will and the gloom. Yeah, oh, cla- yeah. yeah, Calamity Ganon is like the yeah. spirit of Ganon. Because yeah, well, well, I knew that, and like, obviously, in the last game, it's the big bull it's, monster form. Yeah, where it's, it's like that's it's, and it, and it's like, a spirit animal. It's, I mean, that's all you, it is. When you put that with the Sheikah technology, it yes, takes he, physical it's his Sheikah technology and, inhabiting, or it's his spirit inhabiting yeah. Sheikah technology, and then the bull is his spirit. Just Co- fully. Yes, it's his. What, like, what's the Harry Potter? Harry Potter. His Patronus. Animagus. Yes, it's his Patronus. Oh, no, Animagus is where they turn into animals. I mean, yeah, he, he does can do that, that too. Yeah. yeah, but it's his Patronus. What? What would you say? I mean, you've. But because I still to this day think Beast Ganon, my favorite form has been Twilight Princesses. Like that. I like the design on Twilight Princess just because the fucking cape. I mean, there's a lot of things in that game that I like the design of, like even that you were a wolf. That was, you know, yeah. unique. Well, and then that game at the time was, like, super realistic. Going back now, you're like, oh, fuck, this looks weird. Yeah, like, I kind of wish I played on GameCube, though. I feel like I was over the gimmicky of 
of well, thankfully, all shape. it was was just like this, and not Skyward uh, Swords. I have to do not with the bow. You had to like, didn't you have to do like you, like? You did not have to. No, pull. you you just you pressed and like held. Yeah, you didn't have. You had to aim. Yeah, but that was it. Which again, I would have rather not done that. But like when I when we uh, I played Twilight Princess on the at my brother's Wii U, and sadly, That's how I played it. Well, sadly, it's inverted because the base game is the GameCube version, so it's backwards for me. Because I remember, one, it was like right-handed Link, and you go left out of uh, out of your hut. It's all backwards? Well, because the GameCube version is traditional left-handed Link. But in the Wii version, they, you have to they use just your mirrored right it. hand for the Wii remote. So, they, so instead of like doing a different animation, they just mirrored the game. That's so the Wii version is brilliant. And so then when you play the game, if you beat Twilight Princess. Oh, oh then on the Wii U, because you're going back to a game control, it's it's, it's not the GameCube reverse. Version. But, it's inverse, but yeah. if you play it on hero mode, it reverses it like the Wii version, but now it's harder. So like you get new enemy designs, new or new remix, everything, but it's the it's the right-handed link in the inverse mirror version. But yeah, it's like I kinda wanna break out my 3DS and play Ocarina of Time again after this. I I have said to this day, I want them to remake Ocarina in in the Breath of the Wild style because make make Hyrule Field an actual open world. By the way, I think I have a lead on how to break that 32 gigabyte um, like limit on an, a 30 SSD card. Yeah, I think you just have to partition the card correctly, and then you can get as much space as you want. Hell yeah! I'm gonna have to have Joey look into it for me, but then I'll have every game on my 3DS. I'll have every game ever. Dude, I I'm pretty confident that my theory about this game is correct. And it's BJ's the a, one that you told me about yes. the Triforce. No, no, no. I can't. Is, is I can't this a spoiler him. one because of me now? No, oh. no. The one about that it's it's game zero. Oh, the break of the cycle. See, oh, yeah. yeah, see, that it's the start of the cycle. I need I need to play more. If it's obviously. not the exact start of the cycle, I think it leads to the start of the cycle. Yes, because there's a lot of time shit in this. Yes. And, and see, and that, especially with cal- dealing with calamity Ganon and stuff, it's like we'll see that. That's what makes me go, okay. I part of me because now that now that I'm like, okay, Zelda's clearly in in the past. Part of me is like, okay, what this means is I I don't think it's the start of the time, and maybe I need to play more to figure it out. But to me, it, it's just like, all right, it's because this one is dealing with Zelda's in the past doing her adventure. You're in the future, detailing. Like what happened? She's like gonna uh, take you back to the past. I need it. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I need to talk with BJ about stuff that he <laughs> can't hear. But I, I, it makes me. I'm just thinking more in depth, and all of this is so speculative, and just me like getting But the See, other, I had another idea, which I also was not far fetched about the Triforce. Yeah, I, I can definitely because I. You know, playing through it, I've been just like, "What the fuck are they gonna do about that?" I mean, they didn't I'll... deal with it in the last game. Yeah, well, in the and last it, game, the Triforce is like the game. Well, they they kind of did, but they didn't mention it or talk about it. Zelda just believed that was part of her power. Yes, because she blasts that thing out of her hand, and I still hold that I think Zelda has the full Triforce because you can't distinguish one part of it that's popped out. Because in, in Ocarina of Time, wasn't it the first one that was like the three tri the Triforce splits into three? Yeah. And from well, that point forward is when that was a thing. Well, uh, what I can say is so it splits into three when somebody who is not worthy 
of so the the Triforce together is like the it's nine Dragon Balls. Ganon goes to find it and then splits it into pieces. Because when because, he, always, he always gets the power. Yes. Uh, well, what happens is that and... when you use tri- so it's like the Dragon Balls where if you get them all together, you get a wish. So that's like the goal of the Triforce is to get a wish. But if you try to use it and you're not worthy of it, they give you the part of the Triforce that is most attuned to you. Yes. Which for Ganon, so that's, which is power. always power. What if that's the final boss? You have to go up against the demon lord, not like dehydrated Ganon, just full rehydrated SpongeBob bikini bottom Ganon with the horns and everything. And it's like, you I'm can't assuming step to him, take the Triforce, and maybe you'll have a chance. I'm assuming that's going to be the final boss fight because I don't think you're going to fight zombie Ganon but, again. For me, yeah, though, the fight with it's Phantom too easy Ganon. Of a fight. For it to be climactic. Well, and then like I I've, thought, I'm, it's I'm gonna expecting... look like Phantom Ganon. That's what my first thought was. Like, is this what the the full boss fight is going to be my, like? My theory. It was my thinking was it's kind of like when I was in the uh, Korok Forest and I fought Phantom Ganon. It reminded me exactly of Luke going into the cave and fighting his father, a fake yeah. father, so then he can fight the exact same fight. Yeah, later. So well, that's I for me. My theory, and again, this is just this is an easy theory to make, is that you're gonna fight three Ganons. It's gonna be base form, demon form, monster form. That's what I think is gonna happen. Is it's gonna be you're gonna fight regular Ganon after he's rehydrated. Something story wise is gonna happen that he gets his demonic powers back, and you're gonna fight the being you see in those flashbacks. And then he's gonna like fully succumb to either the gloom or he's gonna fully like become the monster. And you're gonna fight like a demonic monster version of him, instead of just like the 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 bull version, like in the last game. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's... Again, my my ho- my hope is that the final fight is just sword, sword yeah, versus sword. That's why I was like, that's what I want. Yeah, because like again, back to Twilight Princess, that final boss fight's the fucking greatest. Because it's just like, not only are you like angry because one, you think Minda's dead, and then so you're like, I need to kill this motherfucker. But then it's just Can't it's get finally this helm. You're yeah, it's it's in the depths. And it gives you gloom resistance. It gives you gloom resistance. So do the uh, the tunic of the depths, and I think Zant's helmet does the same. You thing. know, what would be a really cool outfit that they should have added. What's that? And it should have been in the wolf amiibo instead of just meat. But what like a Viking wo- like wolf skin <laughs> head? That would have been dope. You, that would have been so cool. And the such same a- marking. Pe- people are asking like, hey, where'd you get that link? Like, oh, I killed the hero Twilight. I really just want this. No, you, or like, there's, there's a lot of Twilight Princess stuff in this one. Which like I'm the, all down for. The depths is like it's it, kind of alluded to be the realm of Twilight. I got that. So I did that little first mission where they're like, "Yo, look at this thing. Look at this statue." And I was searching around. And I'm like, "This is like which statue? oddly familiar." So if you do that, hmm? if you do this the mission with Robbie and he shows oh, you the depths, I haven't done. So that it's one. it's supposed to be your introduction to the depths, and he that's just how goes, you get the shrine sensor that Quine that quest line where, it's where also do I drop down oh, to you, find so him. you haven't noticed that's also how you get the I've camera i've been in the depths no it'll mark it once you receive the quest that's also how you get the camera it's the one that's like right in hyrule field yeah you like go back to the the, the main little town area yeah yeah and i talked to him talk and he's to like him. we're going to the depths yeah it's that first you, you walk out i the, just probably have it on my um object like my your quests have you have you got have you gotten a side quest uh that says uh well Anyway, what's the side quest? Maybe I have it. Well, it's 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 all the ones where it's like, hey, have you? Can you show me this thing? He probably can't do that. because oh, he doesn't have the camera. Yeah, they. Um, he doesn't have the camera for it, so that, he can't that, do it. That's another cool thing. If you go to the dye shop to dye your clothes, the guy's like, yeah, I can rework your paraglider fabric too. 
And he's like, if you take pictures of certain things, I can get inspiration and create new ones. Yeah. So I've got like Lionel fabric, horse I need, fabric. I, I still haven't found a Lionel. I need to do that. It's, they're pretty fucking hard. I had to fight on armored Lionel, which sucked balls. Well, here, I learned, uh, this, this is a TikTok tip, but, uh, that when you mount them, the weapon, the, like when you hit them, it doesn't decrease durability. So people are like using get some on, like, yeah, get on the back and yeah. And you just can use all of your best weapons on that. And it doesn't decrease any durability, but you just have to hit those headshots instead of then run and mount them. I dropped into a Coliseum the other day that was like, okay, you got to fight a Lionel. And then the next one was like, here's an armored blue Lionel. And the next one was like black is it, Lionel. Is it the above ground or below ground one? There's a couple below ground. Okay. The the call the only coliseum that I jumped into, I like fell into, and it was just a three headed lightning dragon. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I beat the ice one. Nice. He did. He Which did a great I didn't job. really actually even need to do. Well, so yeah, because they're cool. they're they're like they're like the mini bosses or side bosses in this in the world. But there, there's a there's a stable quest where it's like Zelda's horse ran off over there, but there's a huge gliok that is probably going to stop you from getting there. If I had just gone around the gliok. I could have gotten the horse and just dipped out of there, but no, I built this fucking flying Roomba that had like lasers coming out of its face to try to kill this thing. Didn't do anything whatsoever. So I just had to like equip my best bows, like keep using the, uh, the bits that fall from the sky, jump off and try to like hit his face, his three faces in quick succession. So I could fall down and smack him a couple times. It was fucking hard, dude. I, I, uh, I don't know why I thought of this now, but I actually really like Sidon's ability where it's like you get a, a shield and then you get one move of just like, here's a bunch of like a water slash. Yeah. Cause that water slash well, ability has been like really helpful. It's, I also realized, so some people that do like crazy powerful builds, um, are, are basing them off of the water blade stuff because it doubles the power of not just when you're in water, it doubles power or wet. It doubles the power of the weapon, but also doubles the power of the attachment so if so, then remember in the first game you could go and get the you had to give up a couple diamonds and a Zora blade to make that special Zora spear. You can do that again after you uh, do the uh, Zora temple, water temple. I need to get the greaves. And I have, uh, I have people have been set, using that a lot. Uh, you can only get them after you do the dungeon. Well, no, yeah, and then I, I think you have to go. Yeah, because you have to, to talk to Yona, and she's like, "I was going to give you the greaves as a gift, but it's they're gone." Yeah, it's, and I was like, all right, cool. I, I, I'll tell you, they're down that little whirlpool, that mini dungeon that you have to do to get to the, which was I loved that part, by the way. <laughs> I I but I cheated it. I was I know I was supposed to like raise the levels more, but I got I climbed up to a spot and just and then used the the gust of wind and I just got there and I was like, all right, cool, we're out. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, Dude, I'll probably the, go back. Yeah, the, um, when you go back, it's like. I came here as like a diving spot, but all the water's drained out. This fucking sucks. So now you can explore like the floor of that place. It's really cool. I've been really enjoying um, all of the uh, Yiga Clan story stuff. Okay, I haven't seen any of this yet, but that's I, like I, a full I knew, it's, side adventure. I knew, it, it, I knew not there's just a side adventure. Like, oh yeah, there's there's a lot, not just like the depth stuff because I know there's a lot of stuff in the depth, but but above ground, there's a ton. There's too. so much stuff like this game. Like uh, it, you can get, you can become an Earthbender. Sick. Be, it's it's honestly. An insane ability. I still ability. don't know where the third hideout is. I'll show you. I'll just okay. bring it up on my switch. But it's to me, 
I don't know why that has been one of the most impressive things that like fun things about the game that they're like, we're just going to add in this like cool secret, like ninja technique. Like, awesome. yeah, I mean, you know the big guys it, with the large katanas that mm -hmm. like they'll smack the ground and then it like creates that earthquake up to you and then it explodes. You can do it that. It gives you that ability. It's, I saw Matt do it and I was like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> you probably thought it was like a mod or something. I was like, what? Have you? Yeah, have you, have, you, you can also get through that quest. Uh, quest you can get the Thunder Helm. Ah, oh. I was wondering where that would show back up. Yeah, because I was like, with all these reoccurring armors, like, where would you find it? And the like, Thunder Helm was the Grudo. Yeah, yeah, to to do the to do the not the elephant. Yeah, uh, no elephant. Camel, camel, camel. To do the camel, you had to get that so you could go on the, your seal and protect everybody. What up? Cause you had, yeah, you rode next to the other girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the most memorable parts of the first one for I, me. I don't know. Riding on Sidon's back was pretty. Have you guys epic. gotten? I mean, a, that, that is epic. But for stuff you can do in a desert, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys gotten? Because I don't know where it is. But have you gotten the auto build ability? Yes. yes. Okay. I need depth. to get that. It's, it's in the depth. It's part okay. of the Yiga quest line. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because apparently that that becomes like insanely valuable when it's like I just need like this. And the best part about the auto build. Is you don't need to have the parts. You just use Zonite. Nice. So you can have like I don't have anything. I'll just use Zonite, which they is is a trade off because Zonite is to make batteries is a really well, once valuable. Once you fully upgraded your batteries, that shit build all just, the time. Just collect as much as you can, and then um, and then yeah, you can just build massive how you, structures. How with do you get collecting no Zonite machines? How do you get more batteries again? So there's those things called crystallized charges mm -hmm. that they have like those sales. little upside down pyramids. Um, you have to take those. If you go to the starting area, because well, I got to that point in the starting area where they're like, they explain it to me, but I just said. But then remember when them. you on the, on the map, it's an icon of a battery and it says Forge Construct. Okay. But you remember, go to those guys and you say get producing, then they'll make you more battery wells. So yeah. in the in the starting area, like as you were doing the first shrine, and then you're going over to do the second shrine, you go under. You have to. No, do, yeah, I know where it yeah, is. Yeah. So like, yeah. you buy you buy crystalline charges there. But then remember, in right at the very end of the starting area, how they're like, go back to the, the, that first shrine, and you'll find the last shrine. Yeah. When you go spawn in that last shrine, there's the battery producers right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to go. It's 100 back. for one-third of a battery. It's insane grindy. I That's why like I was like, I'm, I just want to build big machines. But when you get into the depths and you start finding the mines, it gets a lot easier. Yeah. I assume that would be the case because, like, it seems like this is clearly depth-related shit. Because yeah, I found like a bunch, and I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah, That's the depth is be. really pose and zonite. But the the problem is though is they only sell like fifteen uh, large, and I think thirty small. But that drives you to get more of the under depths. Map no, no, I agree. I've had to I've had to jump to different ones, um, but at first you're like, "Oh, you can only do it once a day," and so I was like, just trying. I was, Going back, sleeping at a at a fireplace, then going back. So, yep. It's uh, yeah. The other thing, I mean, we can keep talking about Zelda. I was wanting to touch base on a, a little bit of Renfair. Yeah, Ren let's Fest. talk about that real quick. So Sunday we went to Renfest, and and it was a fucking nightmare trying to get there. It was to be. I will say for for there's a lot of times in life where you go, you have plans. And then you get screwed big time, and then it, it ruins like the rest of your day. Yeah, this was one of the best comeback. Like it's a great day. It was. It turned out to be a great day. But and just for, to, for for something that was honestly genuinely 
really sucky. Yeah. So we we were like, let's leave at 12. And we probably left at like 1230. We weren't far off our target yeah. to leave. And it took us like a half an hour because we had to stop at the... Um, we had to stop at a gas station and get some cash. That's right. And then, um, but, you know, we, we loaded up two flasks with some vodka and mead. Yeah, vodka and mead, by the way, very good combo. But you don't even have to put a lot of mead, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a splash of mead, and it makes the vodka taste good. Yeah, it's wild. Not, like, no shivers, no, like, eh, eh. Yeah. Afterwards. So, we, we pull up, we'll get off the freeway, and then go to the gas station, and then turn down the road. And it is, it is traffic really bad so we sit in this traffic for maybe like 30 minutes yep 45 minutes and are getting nowhere people are turning around and stuff so finally i'm like looking on google maps and i i see oh there's a back road that i know that is used as the exit for the fair i bet i wonder if we can go down that way and so i go and like i'm starting to see traffic on like the main road not on the road that's going over to it and then I, then as we're like getting close to it, we turn down and then it's just traffic. We sit. So that whole thing took us like 45 minutes. And well, hold on. 45 minutes in total before we turned around because some guy was like, hey, man. Because I kept on like had my windows down and I kept looking out the window like, hey, give us some news. Like, let me know. Yeah. Because I just, you know, being the driver, I was like, well, we got, I'm the person responsible for getting us there. Like, so I kept almost thinking, do I stay in the, the first line? Do I just wait it out? Or do I just be crafty and try to go to the other one? So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to leave. And the guy was like, don't go this way. There's a car broken down. We've been waiting in this line for an hour. And I was like. I'm, I turn around so quickly. Yep. So we go back into the original line that we go, except I know that there's a little side street that I kept on seeing cars drive down. And I was like, nobody's using this side street to get in. And I was like, hopefully some really nice person will let me in. And it was nice because it put us out a little bit further than where we were parked before. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it did feel like it was a, it was a great play. Yeah. But then we sit for hour and 15, like – like an hour at least listen to some Joe Rogan and monkeys. We called Tyler played. Would you rather <laughs> I spy something green? Um, it's not that tree and it's not that tree, but so we were waiting and then like a girl, people are getting out of their cars and walking and we're like, what is happening? And there's not enough people turning around for it to like be like, like troubling. Yeah. But then some but girl, the people getting out of their cars really confused me. Yes. Cause they're like, I hear they're turning to, they're turning people back and we're like, what? And I was like, okay. Like I said to the guys, like if, if we're screwed for the day, what's another half an hour in the car? Like that, you know, then we get to go home. But if we're not, then we'll, we won't, then we won't go. So let's just wait in the car some more. We're, we're getting closer to like, the intersection so we'll be able to see if they're turning people around and we get there and people are still driving in and stuff like that and i look at a guy and they're like yeah like traffic's crazy but it's 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 going back up like again because they were like overwhelmed with cars and so we get in and it's been like two hours and i texted lee like hey man this traffic's crazy blah 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 and he was like like it, it's it's way too bad and when I saw way too bad, I was like, way too bad to stay? Way too bad to come? Like, I was like, maybe he left. It's never way too bad to yeah. come. So, who knows, I man? I don't know about that. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, so, message him and we get in there. 
We had drank so much of these flasks. They were both like, I, a couple it, splashes. Thank left. God I d- wasn't driving on a freeway. It was stop and go. So I was, but I. Oh. You were not all that. I, when I, I got was out. sitting there absentmindedly sipping out of the, the one that had the meat in it for a while. And I was just, at one point, Kevin was like, hey, can I get one of those? And I went to pass it back. And I was like, oh, I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we just drank so much meat. And then finally get in. I get out. And I, like, had to, like, oh, oh. Because we were all had to pee so bad. So bad. And, uh, like, Carmen had a tall. I'm so Carmen did a great job because Carmen had a tall boy in the car, and I was, you know, I was thinking she was like, you know, we, she might have to meet, have to have me like hold up a, a a sweater so she could pee on the side of the road or something. But we got there, and it was it was such a nice day. It was not too hot at all, and Ren Fair is like all tree cover, uh, or like the majority is has yeah. tree cover, and it was so it was busy as heck, but it was so pleasant. So we go through, and I was like. Let's just keep our eyes out for Lee. And we did like, we walked around a little bit and then we saw him. And then we, he was in the middle of a DM session. So, Hey, Lee, if you don't know everybody, Lee is a, a now a friend who goes by traveling DM on Instagram. And he has a great costume where he uh, has a little board um, that that's on like some straps that he holds up and he has a DM uh, or a Dungeons and Dragons little game that he can set up yeah, for he's people. A couple of mini campaigns. Yeah. Um, or just a, you know, an all out free for all arena. And it's really cool. Really. I mean, when we met him at MTAC, it just, we kind of could tell that this guy was cut from a different, it's you know, same cloth as us. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And we were like, we got to hang out with this guy. And so we, you know, messaged a, a lot, uh, after MTAC and we were like, let's go. Are you going to run for? He's like, we're going all the time. Carmen and I had seen him the opening weekend, and then we all went and, and we saw him and then we just hung out and played and uh, we played a little bit of a, a one shot uh, and we defeated a, a gold dragon and it was awesome. And Lee did a great job and he has a buddy Ezra that was dressed up in this amazing outfit Yeah. Um, and he had like the little speaker with like background music and stuff like that. And it was it was a great time. And then we invited him over afterwards and also had just a fantastic time with some eating some brats and yeah definitely cut from the same cloth it's it's obvious that we're going to be you know hanging out with them and honestly i they i told them about doing a little bit of a guest guesting on the podcast and they were super down so that'd be such a fun episode so i love that check them out traveling dm on instagram but yeah you can also find lee in our uh Mtech video. We yeah. did a little campaign there. You guys see a little, you see a little bit of that campaign. It was it was really fun. Actually, me and Matt revised our characters, and uh, so you, our, ha- you have an actual. We're we're brothers, and <laughs> our our whole thing was they just throw the bodies in the pile out back of the arena, and a very thrifty necromancer came by and was like, "I need these guys." These, these look work. like some some useful tools. Yeah, so. Nice, Go- Thorin and Gorin. <laughs> yep. And how could we not? How could we not know? <laughs> yeah, the poor from... mom, Jessica. Yeah, it's like, how do we not know? Our names rhyme. Aren't, aren't, weren't you two different races too? Yeah, yeah. But we're both. I'm a half orc. What are you, half human? Probably half elf. Half elf. Yeah. So basically, the human mom fucked yeah. around. Yeah, she's the whore. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
No, it makes sense. Well, I, I say half human, like, what's the other half then, dumbass? Like, <laughs> yeah, half elf, probably. I really but, want to play some D&D. I know, and they. I think we can We can get in with them. I. My hope My hope is to even, I mean, yeah, it's to play, so it's, 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 it's just a matter of when, essentially. Um, but, well, you know, we'll figure something out. You know, it's, it's so hard with DMs because DMs are, you know, are, are rare, you know, especially good ones. And, you know, they already have something previously going. And, and so, um, yeah, you know, I don't want to like ever be like, hey, can I join it? It's just hard, especially when you're just meeting someone for the first time. Yeah. But yeah, and you I, don't know any of the players. Yeah. So it's just like, and it's hard to interject. And so it's, it's more of just, Hey, we would love to do something D and D related with you. And he was like, I would also love that. We just got to figure out cause he's busy with work and he's really trying to kick off this traveling DM thing. Um, which is cool. So yeah, good weekend. A lot of Zelda. I got I got to do another thing the other day. Uh, after me, me and a bunch of uh, our old work friends who you know go to college uh, and quit work, they came back in town for summer, and they were like, "Hey, do we want to all go and watch a movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's let's get everybody together." So we got like I want to say like nine or ten people together. We all went to go see Guardians Three. How was it? It was fucking amazing. That's I cried. It's just in a good Marvel movie finally comes out. That's the thing. No, and and right now it's literally, it's literally that this is because James Gunn did it. There's no other option and this this feels the Who least. did the last one? James Gunn. Oh, he's done all three, right? All three of them. He did the holiday special and he helped with Infinity War and Endgame. I still need to see that. He didn't special. do Ragnarok? No, it's Taika Waititi. That is Taika Waititi. And then Taika Waititi also did Love and Thunder, which was terrible. Uh, <laughs> but uh the pro so the thing is this movie you can tell that at least to me it feels like Marvel let Gunn do what he wanted because of them firing him and then subsequently hiring him back where he's like he's like I'm gonna do the movie I want to finish up this this story for and they're like okay and so try firing me makes again the only good movie this phase well that's the thing and I wonder besides Shang Chi. Well, even Shang Chi, like yeah, I, I love, sure. I love Shang Chi, but like even then, like I, I rewatched it. and I'm like, this is still good, but like it's, it's still very generic Marvel. But it's just a good origin story. I mean, the the writing is not why I watch Shang Chi. Yeah, it's the, like, the action, the action of that movie is phenomenal. Yeah, but if they get a good writer on the next one and the same kind of action, it'll be the best one. I, I'm very it's my, so. It's ironic that my favorite MCU stuff has been like the the like. Did you guys watch Werewolf by Night? No. So it was pretty much they they made it was like a, it's a very short thing. We we could even watch it tonight. I actually think it's really good. But it was uh it's like a black and white uh set in the MCU like it's it, this character exists and uh it's literally the werewolf uh character. It's like a it's like a it's almost like an old school horror movie, you know, mixed with like an old school classic black and white horror movie with with the like, you know, zoom in of ah and like you see the shadows come in but it's like got a little more modern cgi and shit to it it actually looks re- it was it was really fun but uh that that's been one of my favorites moon knight has been moon stellar. Knight was great moon knight, moon knight was great and because they it was separate well well it, it's in the mcu and is canon but they were like they took out the references they straight yeah. up said we took them out of this of the material because we wanted people to just jump in and watch moon knight well, that's that's what we need we need they just focused on the moon knight lore Instead of being like, I mean, oh, Tony to be- Stark was in a cave, and that's why you're the Moon Knight. 
Well, apparently there was like references to Thor. They were going to have references to Thor because of Love and Thunder dealing with gods. And they were going to mention that, like, oh, yeah, Khonshu and their gods met other gods and, like, all that. But they are like, no, fuck it. Let's not do that. And so they were like, look, it's just Moon Knight. And it, it makes sense because, like, there, there's not once, even in the show, I don't think they even mentioned the, the snap. They were just like, there's Moon Knight. And I was I mean, like, does it happen post or pre? We don't know. Like, I don't, think, I don't think we know. I, it's got to be pre. I assume, but, like, even then, like, that's actually something I want to know is because, so, disassociative, like, the way they they deal with Moon Knight in in the show is, like, when, is both Steven and Mark are in the, so it's two souls, it seems, harboring one body. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if the snap happened, would it have taken, like, like, would Mark have gone and Steven's left or would Steven, like, you know what I mean? Like, how would feel so good, Mark. Yeah, like, like, like all of a sudden, like, Steven, like, just dies, and it's Mark just, like, sitting there, like, what? Maybe that's why we didn't see Jake in season one. Hey, we saw him at the end there, though. I'm hyped for that shit. I'm so hyped for that. The, the, Jake, Jake, the Dark Bond. Yeah, I'm hyped for Jake. Because, yeah, I think Moon Knight canonically has three. Well, technically, four in the comics. You have Steven, Mark, Jake, and then Mr. Knight, which is the suit-wearing one. But in, in this one, they just that's his, like, a, a suit-up he can do. Or that's that's uh, Steven's yeah. Moon Knight suit up, but in the comics, Mister Knight is another uh, another version of him. I like. I also like how they did that, where they how they showed him off and like why he has dissociative identity disorder. Where they that, like, oh, that was that was that was kind of that was yeah that was that was rough. I like and I like how they showed it, where it's like Steven is the dude guy. when they when they go to the scene where he, the first scene of the movie. Or in the show, but it's actually right after the funeral, and he just it gets so messed up by the funeral that he switches back. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, that's so brutal." Yeah, show show's great, but Guardians was phenomenal. They it ends in a way that like is so satisfying for each of the characters. Like I I walked away going, honestly, I never have to see the Guardians again, and I will be a hundred percent happy with that. Because and granted they they do they do the, the you know they do like the end credit scene of blank will return someday well, for some of the characters and they're like yeah okay cool but yeah. like they Adam they, Warlock will return in Ant Man and the Wasp <laughs> I Adam I mean Adam Warlock will return if they use the Guardians again I can tell you that but like the just the way these characters also shout out. I didn't expect to love her as much, but Nebula was one of my favorite characters in this whole. Oh, fucking I love movie. Nebula. Yeah, she was the best part of the Infinity War. I've been duology. enjoying Karen Gillian. Gill- what's Gillen. Gillen's um, actress, like or like you know, like her journey, like through mm-hmm. stuff. It's been cool to see her because, at least with it, in Nebula, it's really cool seeing somebody who feels like really bubbly playing a kind of a darker character yeah and i've been enjoying seeing her progression throughout the movies um and her story um, yeah honestly I, I can't wait i'd love to see her in some other like maybe more serious movies they, like that aren't just you know marvel they uh they do a good job because you you realize because the the crux of this movie is rocket he's like the, he's like the main character of this movie and it's something that i picked up on after i watched the movie but like Rocket and and uh, and Nebula have a bond, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. But then I go, oh no, they were the only ones who survived. I forgot that they were the only Guardians who didn't get blipped out of with, existence with Tony. Yeah, well, Rocket was on Earth. Earth, yeah, and then and Nebula she, and, yeah, was with Tony. And so in the five years, Rocket and Nebula are the only two of the Guardians that exist 
And so, of course, they'd, like, be closer because, like, yeah, you, we've lost everyone we cared about. Uh-huh. You're the only one left. And so, like, there's a very clear, like, almost, like, brother-sister bond between the two. And they also the have, like, some... Like, they're also God. both, like, genetically modified and have dark shit with no, that. The, the, her new arm in 3, it's Rocket made that. So, like, yeah. So, she has a new arm and, like, new implants and stuff. That's like, Rocket did all that. Yeah. No, it's... And I was like, good. Cool. So they, James Gunn, like made sure to, and I, I love, I love how they dealt with Gamora, the way they deal with the whole, yeah, this is a time displaced Gamora, not the same one at the end of Guardians Volume Two. This is very clearly a different person. Oh, that's they, so brutal. They dealt with it in such a great way that I was like, I love this movie so much. Okay. The only, the only downside is after hyping up Adam Warlock so much is he's kind of like eh in this but it's because he's not the villain he's on the bad guy side but he's not the villain of the movie but I do like him because he he was uh, the, the way the way they explained it away I was like alright that's fine but Adam Warlock's I guess the one downside to the movie because I was expecting like pretty much the space Jesus Adam Warlock that he's supposed to be but they were like well here's the why and I you can clearly tell I am a superhuman Wow. But it, it was good. This movie was so good. And, and I'm I, golden. I will, I will happily go watch it again if anybody wants to go with me. That shit was so fun. Well, there's a couple of movies that I want to see with y'all. I'd love to see the D&D movie. I might even... That would be a fun one maybe to watch tonight because it's on Paramount Plus now. I've already... I think... Did I see that in theaters? But we... I... I did, yeah. What? Then we haven't talked about it. That's weird. Did I not talk about it? I saw it with uh, same with the work friends. They were back in town. Oh, uh, again. Okay. talked about that. Yeah, they were back in town again, so we just went and went and, and you saw. liked it. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, it's it. I liked it the same way I like like Fast and Furious Five, where I'm like, or like I guess so seven, we have seven. to see Ten together. Oh, I want to see Ten so but, bad because but of how stupid up. it's gonna be. Yeah, but super messed up. Well, apparently, apparently, some one of my friends was like, "Hey, tr- like, there's a couple stingers that I'm like. So what does that mean?" He goes, "Look." Ain't nobody stays dead in this fucking universe. And I was like, well, I knew that. Han's back. And he goes, no. Paul Walker actually didn't die <laughs> in this movie. No. I See, that's what I thought. And I asked, like, did Brian? He goes, no, Brian's not in. I was like, what the fuck? Don't tell him. What the fuck does that mean? So I was like, whatever. So I'm, I'm like, Because Brian didn't technically die, right? Let's he's still alive. My thing is. With Mia. Well, my, that's the thing is Mia's now in these movies. So Brian's off just fuck, fucking he's around. Just, yeah, he's just with the kids. The whole thing was like, Brian was like, I, I need to leave the group so I can be with my family. But Mia's like, that gives me an opportunity to be in the group. And make some money from these movies. Well, to be fair, she wasn't in eight, or at least she was by a phone call. But then in nine, because they're like, by the way, John Cena is the brother. And you're like, sure. They were, and so then they like had John to bring Cena's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's Dom's brother. brother yeah. yeah, so they were like, here you go. I want to see it because apparently uh, Han and uh, Jason Statham's character have like a really cool like action sequence, and they they both honestly the only reason they I both ve- see it they both very easily just go, hey, I know you tried to kill me and stuff, but like I wasn't actually dead, so technically I didn't die, so we're cool, right? It's like yeah, absolutely. No, it's a there's very two easy, people like, that I, I really watch Fast and the Furious movies for. It's Not weird. Paul Walker anymore, but now Vin, it's Vin Diesel, Luda. <laughs> Luda. And, and Han. Yeah, Luda and Han. That why Hobbs and Shaw? Why no Luda and Han? Bro, that would be <laughs> way better. Come on. Just call, just call it fucking Tokyo Drift 2. Dude. And just set it into that would be the sickest movie. That I I I for real, we come up with so many good ideas on this podcast. Like, oh, did you like, guys, did you guys... like the the you know the what our our whole pitch about the live action berserk. All of that's golden. 
all of our Star Wars stuff, golden takes. The, I'm telling you, speaking, we have speaking, so many good takes. Well, hey, we might get with that because apparently Paramount, even though they said 11 going to be the last one, Paramount asked for another one. Dude, that's we a, might get a 12. <laughs> oh, no. Is it? They broke it. No, it's, no, no, it was supposed to be 10 and 11. Yeah, and now they've broken it up into three. So now it's going to be 10, 11, and 12. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, or, at least that, or at least that's what... It was rumored because nothing's been confirmed. It wasn't. It, well, it, it was. It was said by Dom at the premiere. Oh yeah, they, okay, like kind of like I don't, maybe he was like drunk, but it was one of those things. That he was like, I I probably shouldn't say this, but people love this so much that the, that Paramount like that they, they Universal the said, let's get a third let's one. get a third one. <laughs> Street Sharks is coming back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the I, other look. Movie, I mean, we can we can we can shit on Fast and Furious all we want, but like I think. I've I've gone to see them all just because yes, I want to see same it. Like, here. It's there it's like it's like McDonald's, all right? I know <laughs> it's not good for me, but like and I and Hey like, family's I, good I, for me. I was gonna you, say man. nine times out of ten I'm not gonna go, but there'll be that there'll be that one hankering, you know, where I'm like, you know what? I want this greasy fast food burger that's probably man, gonna give me the shit. I do watch like, I don't know, one, two, and three often enough. Yeah. I don't watch two as much. I watch Wait, three. Three is Tokyo Drift, right? Tokyo yes. Drift is yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, so one, two, and three often enough. I, I, I really, watch I watch to I me, don't know why I like two, but I, I watch it all the time. Two is two is objectively bad, but food. it's like so good. It's it's so bad. They it's give good. Uh, that one. They give Luda, Ludacris a lot more screen yeah, time, which is also why I like it. No, I, no. See that. My that was, thing is, if they do another one, I would like for it to be like a period piece, like go back to the early two thousands era. Yes, sadly, when car gone. culture was peaking. Yeah. Honestly, because they're not about cars anymore. Clearly, I mean, obviously, give they, me like they make some sure they like have, some like. Like '90s Japan, stuff. dude. No, no, That'd dude. So dope. To- dude, Tokyo that, like, drift. Actually, like when, 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 to- like drifting in Tokyo was a thing. Where so just initial have, D, like, but with I mean, it's a set. I mean, scenes. what it's all like really based off of like is is these crazy people that started modding their cars crazily, and it's like the the, the whole thing in Tokyo drift where they're like. Oh yeah, like he passes the cop and he's like, they're not going to chase you if you're going over this much. I mean, the the story behind that is a guy modded a Supra in with insane speeds and going 200 miles an hour down the interstate and passing cops because they're like they've never seen anything go that fast. And this guy's just blasting through gears in this crazily modded Supra that just yeah, just going down. And it's like all of that stuff. You get like the coolest cars. Come on. Apparently there there is, I forget what it was I was reading but they want to do Oh no oh, this is a different movie apparently no sorry they apparently Transformers is going to have a GI Joe crossover at some point that's the crossover I, was I would about. love to watch the GI Joe movies with you guys Did you watch Snake Eyes like the newest one I heard it was What's good. retaliation? No, no, like they made a so Snake Eyes. There was the first one. This was retaliation, last year. and yeah, Snake Eyes was like two years ago. What? Yeah, there's a Snake I Eyes no, movie. I, I, I was have, working at Bed Bath and Beyond when this came out. I have no, I have no okay, like knowledge it, of this. It, apparently, it's like rated is it rated R. I think. I don't know, but I everyone the, that I heard only, from that saw it was like it was fucking the, awesome. The only the only complaint I, love I how heard candy the first two are. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the only complaint I heard about Snake Eyes was some of the action scenes were very shaky, Cammy. And that was like annoying, mm-hmm. but like I can handle that probably a little bit. But I'd love to watch the GI Joe movies because they're so stupid. Well, the other Kevin and I were talking about um, a fun like movie marathon or like not movie marathon, but like you, you still got to watch Mortal Kombat. Like more like movies to watch in succession or often enough would be going through all natural disaster movies. <laughs> like that sounds like hell. It's, <laughs> I mean, some of them are like actually good, but then some of them are so cheesy and bad. So you're getting like. Because, like, Dante's Peak and Volcano are both, like, decent movie Volcano movies, but they're also really cheesy at the same time. Like, 
oh no, this slow-moving lava, but then they make it into, like, like actual bat, you know, like, oh, that's actually a dilemma. Anyways. I don't want to watch <laughs> The Rock jump out of a skyscraper 18 different times in a oh, row. Oh, which one's that? Oh, Skyscraper. Skyscraper. <laughs> which is the one, like, there's, like, like Battle for Los Angeles, which is... There's one about no no it's called the fault with Jane the, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Jane the Rock Johnson. No, but you know what I'm talking. Isn't it called like Sister, the fault? No, San Andreas. It's called San Andreas. Oh yeah, he did do San, San Andreas. Andreas fault in California. There's that one. There's anyways. There's a bunch there's of 2012. Like, 2012. I remember, I remember. Didn't that come out in 2012? Uh, they were like, the, oh, what's the day before tomorrow? Yeah, I actually like that movie. Yeah, I again, it. so it's I didn't you, like that you movie. get a combination of like yeah. really terrible ones. That was Gyllenhaal and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And who else was in Day After Tomorrow? Because it was a snowy. Isn't 2012 the one where it's about? It's the Mayan calendar into the world shit. Okay, but then there's one that, that Kevin was talking about where it it's about where they oh Geostorm. <laughs> Where they like can control the weather, but then all like the system goes the haywire. System haywire. <laughs> yeah, and so then there's like every natural disaster happening like, at the, every time, every single place in the world. I feel like that's a Batman story that I've read somewhere. Is that oh, I we created something to do, and it's like it went bad, and Batman's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, that would be fun. But the new movie coming out that we have to watch is The Machine. Oh yeah, yes. and we'll do and we'll do oh, a, a movie, yeah. uh, a podcast episode about it. If see, as much as as much as I know it hurt like movie ticket sales, I really wish there was some more of the like you can just buy a premium here. I I so we could get hammered. Loved that they did that with well, HBO. That's how I watched. To I mean, HBO. That's how I watched Godzilla vs Kong, The Suicide Squad. They didn't do it for the that's how I did the Suicide Squad. Justice Justice League Conquest. Oh, well, Zack Snyder's Justice League was meant to be HBO. But like, it was also was in theater, so... After. They, it was like a special when Black theater. Widow came out on Disney+, Plus and they charged you extra to watch it? Yeah. Yes, they did that for a couple movies. They did for all of them for, there, their, for their first called year. Like a, but uh, the, the fucked up thing about that was Soul was, came out like a week before, brand new on Disney+, Plus. didn't have to pay anything to watch no. that. And that was actually decent. I liked Soul. No, well, that's the thing is, it was two different ways. Like, at, uh, I will say on one point, if Disney actually gave that money to like and counted it as a ticket sale, it'd be one thing because apparently they didn't they didn't honor Scarlett Johansson's contract because well that wasn't a ticket sale, even though many people probably stayed home and bought it. And that's why Black Widow did terribly in the box office, so she didn't get her bonus because of all that shit. It, it, just count the new subscribers in that month. Yeah, the Scrobblers, the Scrobblers, Scrobblers, Scrobblers. The, the, the Suicide Squad had. 16 million scrubbles. That I actually I actually really liked the Suicide Squad. It was yeah. like yeah, it was, it was so it was like much really fun. fun. Like and I, I hate that it didn't do well because of the HBO And Max I loved thing. the the whole like turning piece with like the conflict between you guys heard that they're talking about adding Peacemaker to the next Mortal Kombat? Yes, dude. It, no, no, I'm no, so not only Peacemaker, Homelander and Omni-Man. I, I'm all about that. Dude, Homelander versus, versus Omni-Man Omni is, is so good. Awesome. The the before battle like stings that they do is gonna hit so hard. With you Omni okay? Man, you have to. Pussy. It yeah. ha- you, I don't care mommy's how much bo- money. Mommy's boy. I don't care how much money Go it's gonna be. Milk. <laughs> you you better bring get in JK Simmons. JK Simmons. JK Simmons. JK Simmons better be Omni Man and Anthony Starr better be Anthony Starr will do it. He's all about Homelander. Which is really I feel like is the harder one to get. Well, apparently, uh, I don't know. It feels like he's he's apparently down because what was it, Jacob? Dude, I, it, this blows my mind because I remember 
J.K. Simmons was gonna be fucking Gordon in the 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 DC universe for a while. That, that would make sense. That's you such give him a perfect mustache. role for him. He was yeah, gonna just give yeah, him a mustache, be, and it's perfect. Well, that was the thing. And he he but like, did you see those pictures of him like at the gym? Yeah, he, yes, he did that for fall. Gordon. He was gonna be because apparently they were going to do. Was is Gordon gonna just be this like? Well, no, because in the comics, there's a point where Batman dies. Uh, so Gordon has to take. Gordon up. becomes Batman. Oh yeah, and it's a weird one. He like he's he's in a weird. That's also the same has, time that Superman a, loses all his powers. There was a, a lot of New Fifty Two shit was weird. Pretty much, I will give them this. Even even though uh, the Gordon run was kind of weird, they gave us Mister Bloom, which was a really terrifying fucking villain. Yeah. But like, the Gordon run was kind of weird because he had that weird like mech suit. And then he was over there with like yeah yes. he was really skinny and like I love by the way he looked like a Gotham <laughs> imposters character dude no I love that <laughs> they explain it away is that oh, I got a haircut and I worked out and I'm like that's what it takes to look like that <laughs> what yeah no I I did like that run though because it was like the whole point was like oh it's not not anyone can just be Batman there's a reason Bruce can do it I was like cool but no yeah that. Honestly, what did y'all think about like the Zack Snyder tenure of the DC Universe? Like Man of Steel to his Justice League. So Man of Steel is amazing. It's such a great revitalization of the of Superman to me. I hard disagree. I think the movie I think the movie is very well made. It's a beautiful movie and as it stands is a great movie, but I fucking hate his Superman. I, I think really Henry Cavill's like great. Batman v Superman and I really like Zack Snyder's Justice League. To me, Superman is meant to be like there was too much I don't like to me like Superman story well, good okay. Superman stories are all about I feel like hope. what I said you could agree with in the sense that it was a good movie well, no, it was and a so that's movie. why I think it was a good revitalization well, no, it, was a good, it was a good movie it was a good movie I'm not saying it, it was it was a good good thing like like well see that's the thing when you say revitalization to me it spits in the face of what Superman is. So I wouldn't call it a good revitalization, but I think it's a phenomenally made movie. The action scenes are fucking amazing. Uh, Zack Snyder is, I do think he's a really good director when it comes to the vision of a movie. Like Man of Steel is beautiful. B- BVS is beautiful. Justice League. They're the guy all- that made Little Miss Sunshine needs to make a Superman movie. Honestly? Speaking of, we haven't really yeah. touched on that. Yeah, we watched that movie. Yeah, first that, time I'd ever even had an inkling to watch it was in, when Matt was like, yeah, hey, you should watch this." Same, and oh my god, it was fucking incredible. Honestly, it's, it's, it's so it's it, it deals with it's so real. It that's what yeah, it's so it's it's one of the most we talked about. Like I think we connected it, made some connections with Andor of how how Andor it does real people really good, and this is like the perfect of like. Everyone's everyone's messed up. Nobody's perfect. Everyone falls short. Like it's and 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 just real life is that we all are all broken broken people, and we live amongst bro- broken people. And then with especially with family, it's like these are the broken people that you like have that you're just born into, and it's it's a beautiful beautiful because I love the progression at the beginning. You're like I hate this dad, and then yeah. at the end you're like. Like the you, you had, has a, a huge progression, you, and then at the end you just love him. You're like, yeah, he's he's, he's messed up, and then you, he deals with his own failure, and you like feel, and then on top of his failure, I mean, spoilers now, and then his dad dies. I mean, it's, when did this movie come out? Abigail Breslin has grown up. Yeah, since this movie's come I mean, out, I feel like it was 2010s. Two thousand tens. I think two, it was definitely eight. 2000. I, I want to say eight. I think that's yeah. The that in I want to say eight is. too. But that's what I pin everything Honestly, on is 2008 for some reason. The, the the takeaway for me was Paul Dano. 
for one, I was not expecting to see Paul Dano again. I'd only ever seen him in Batman, and then I've we seen turned that on, and I was like, "That's the fucking Riddler." I've seen. Yeah, him, I've seen I, him. when I see him, I was like, "That's that's the guy from Little Miss Sunshine." When I saw him, I, uh, I was I, I saw, blew me away. I was like, "That's that's if he really went like if he didn't make the recovery after finding <laughs> that, out that's yeah, the if, Riddler's if they had left him in the field. <laughs> yeah, that's the arc. They left. They him leads the, to Riddler. They left 100%. him in the field, and he moves to Gotham City, and yeah. he's like, "Fuck everything." Dude, a hundred percent. That's that. No, it, uh, and BJ called. You just see, oh, they like lay these little things of like he's he's doing it for the Air Force. As, as soon as they started doing the eye test, I was like, oh no, no. no I mean, I'm getting chill. It, it's it, it's it wasn't so... it wasn't even the eye test. I was like, okay, whatever. They're just goofing around. And then it's like colorblind test, and he's like, mm. and I'm like, oh. I think I think I audibly was like, oh. and like I just my heart stopped, and I'm just like, oh fuck, oh. his his absolute like when he finally breaks his vow of silence, and it's just screaming guttural scream. It's, it's I was visceral it hurt. And- I also love, I love how he just like went in on everyone. It's yeah. like divorce, suicide, d- like bankrupt and debt. You're all fucking losers. And yeah. then he like goes and sits down, and it's his little the sister. Sweet sister. Is, just, you can she, see her like clomping down in her boots down yeah, the hill. Trying to get down this little. Oh, hill. and then it it just it shows it doesn't even cut. It shows the whole thing. Her walking down to her, and then just hugging him, and he's like, "Okay, I'm fine. O- I, okay, fine. I'm okay." Yeah, and then he says, "I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I was like, I was hurt." And and you're like, "Oh, like it's like everything in that." You're like, "You." There's a piece of you that empathizes with not just like Everyone. because you because you've been through that. Yeah, it's not it's not just being empathy. It's like, oh, I can see. It's everything in here you felt a piece of of that like we, loss, failure, all, loss, depression, failure, self, inadequacy. Like I, yeah, inadequacy of like self uh, like hatred or not wanting, like wanting, not being like you know. Insecurity. I yeah. feel like everyone in this movie has a little level of insecurity, and that that hits really hard. Yeah, I is such a good movie. The man. scene in the gas station is what really got me because that was so real. Where Steve Carell's talking to the guy that he was in love with. Mm. The, everyone's had that situation before, and I was like, God, that's so fucking raw. Yeah, I I don't know. I I told you guys this after we watched it, but I I thought he was gonna make another attempt at his life, and that was gonna be a catalyst for the movie. I did not expect the granddad. To oh, die. it's so that ruined my life, dude. When she's like, <laughs> I I I mean, I get that, all this, yeah. every part oh I knew God. was coming, and I just would have to hold it in. Like, oh no, she's about to go into the like they go to bed, and then they wake up to to what's her name. To the daughter, be yes. like, "Hey, Grandpa won't Grandpa wake won't up." Grandpa won't wake up, and you're all of you like, "Oh my, it's so brutal!" The movie was fucking great, though. Seriously, I mean, I know we spoiled it, but seriously, go watch Little Miss Sunshine. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's even if you ha- if we spoiled it, it it's you, still a good experience we, to have. The things that we're saying do not hold a candle. This fucking movie. Yeah, so, I can't believe it took me this long to see it again. I, I'm trying. I mean, again, I didn't know that it was a thing until he told us that this movie's great. I remember seeing the posters for it when it was like coming out, and I was like, "Oh, that looks well." Cute. What's incredible? It's a it's a Sundance yeah, Film no. Festival. It's not. It wasn't. It was a winner of clearly the winner of Sundance Film Festival. But it it it, it was amazing that they got all these. I mean, at Steve least Carell. Steve Carell at the time would have been the the, ma- the, big, the biggest the big guy. Yeah. Also, the grandpa was also pretty big. Yeah. Uh, but other than that. Um, her name's not Chloe Grace Manets. No, what's her name? What's the daughter's name? Um, I, said Chloe I just Gra- said it. Yeah, like you did. Five yeah. minutes ago. Uh, it's not Chloe Grace Abigail Manette. Breslin. Okay, that's her, yeah. She's been in a lot of stuff, too. Wasn't she... Was she in the... Oh, fuck. What, was she the one in the Bridge to Terabithia? Or is that someone else? No, no that's that somebody else. Someone else. That's okay. the person from Fault in Our Stars. 
I'm pretty sure. Right? I think so. <laughs> Thank you, Carmen. Thanks, Carmen. Um, I want to, I, I want to watch more movies like that, but at the same time, I also just, I, I don't like how they made me feel afterward. Dude, when I, speaking of Fault in Our Stars, when I saw that with Carmen, we went to the movie theater, saw it together, and we were like sobbing and crying, and you know, it's about teenage love, and we are teenagers, and stuff like that, and then, and then on the way home, Carmen starts like shaking, like She's like, I can't stop shaking. And then I, she was like, pull over. I have to throw up. And she was throwing up, like shaking. And I was like, she's got, she's got brain cancer. <laughs> I mean, it freaked me out so hard, dude. I was like, what is happening? There's no. I love immediately. I love you watch that movie and then your brain. Cancer. It's, it's like, cancer. cancer. It's, it's cancer. It's, it's cancer. It has to be. I'm gonna I get, go, you I, skipped the WebMD diagnosing you with cancer, Steph, and went straight. I was to like, it. I know how this ends. I just saw the I movie. I just saw the movie. I Fallen Our Stars. I, I I made the mistake of watching that after my, like I had took my sister to see Divergent, so my brain was just going. Uh, you well, were dude, you so, were in, you were in that really shitty Hunger Games ripoff. This we sucks. we saw. Uh, you said Bridge to Terabithia. Did you have to read that for school? Yes. Okay, did you also have to do read Because of Winn-Dixie? Oh, yes. That movie! I read that in Dude. second goddamn grade. <laughs> it's, Dude. That one almost was more brutal Dude, no. than Dude, Bridge to okay, Terabithia. I didn't, I didn't read... Yeah. I, haven't re- I haven't read the book, but we had we had a DVD of that, my family, and we wore that shit out because we it, loved it. It's also it a so good movie, sad, it's so... Also, we're this just is like, the first sad dog movie, and then came Marley we, and Me. It, I, I was at an age where they would Old sit Yeller, you down on the, the big one. rug that had numbers and letters on it, and they fucking read that book to us, dude. Uh, what? They really were like, man, fuck, we're going to teach you trauma early. Like it, it was we like, cried every day. <laughs> <laughs> it, I feel like it was at least elementary school to middle school that we read that i don't remember i don't think we, i i think if we had to read where the red fern grows too. yes yeah, we all had to read these that fucking one. sad dog books did you in they high were, school like, put that in the curriculum and then then they, in high school you read uh uh what's the one with all the crazy boys killing each other outsiders no no outsiders was great i love Outsiders. oh the lord of the flies lord of the flies <laughs> That did you ever read, have to read that? We didn't read that one, but you know the premise. Yeah, is they, they yeah, it's, they, it's kids. They get like, abandoned side. on an island, like shipwrecked, and it's just kids surviving, and then they start killing each other, yep. and it's so awful. And at the very end, when you think the people, like the the protagonist, and the, his friends are gonna die, the the grown ups come and stop the anarchy. I did have to read Anthem, and that is like one of my favorite books of all time, just because of how. What about like Fahrenheit four fifty one? I never had to read. I that. I feel like everyone, yeah. I everyone but me, had to read that in school, I even in my own school. It messed <laughs> me up. I, I to me, I'm like rather rather dead than red. You know what I'm saying? We had to read a. We, I, we had to read a when it, th- that's kind of the point of Anthem too. Really? <laughs> you, yeah. See, I I don't know if I don't know because I wasn't at the same school. And then my mom was. was like, "Yeah, we had to sneak Bibles in into into the USSR when I was when I was like in, in like college." I was like, "What?" So it made everything in that. I was like, "This is just a book," and she's like, "When when, it's I, was, real. when I was when I was living down in Memphis, I don't know if they taught it. I don't know if they taught it like everywhere because apparently my brother didn't have to read it, but uh, I remember being a sophomore. We had to read To Kill a Mockingbird." <gasps> And the, the thing, I didn't have to read that, no, no. but I watched so, my so mom we, made me watch we, the movie. We had to read it, and we did a thing where we took turns reading it popcorn style. And it just so happened that our you team, got you got I didn't get it. Oh, but 
it was it was a little it felt very mean-spirited where the teachers seemed to really want the white kids to say the n-word way too many times to be a coincidence where like afterward Yikes. everybody just kind of shuts the book and we're all just Did like she really made you the kids say it she was she pretty much said Sad. well not like that the way the way she had said it was like look this is historically like how this happened i don't want you to like bleep it i want you to say what the words like what the sentence is even if it makes you feel awful even whatever i want you to understand seems like a sick power play a little bit but like her reasoning was like i want you to understand like how fucked this is and like so, and yeah. You get the one kid in the class that just goes full <laughs> Adam Driver. <laughs> Dude, have you? There's, I want to see that movie so fucking bad, and I can't fucking what, find to kill it. Kill Mockingbird? No, um, Black, <laughs> Black Klansman. Oh, dude! Oh, that movie's so uh, good. Every oh, time I, mean, I look it's, for it's it, definitely it's... on Prime. Dude, we let's okay, watch it tonight. Well, but I mean, you, I don't you, have. Have to pay, you have to pay for it, though. It, I mean, I'll Prime Venmo has everything. You, I'll you Venmo gotta... you the money. Let's watch it tonight. I fucking love. Black I've been Klansman. trying to see that movie since it came out. It is so good. I love Black Klansman. Speaking of movies that made me cry, did y'all see the? It was him and Scarlett Johansson that Netflix marriage movie? story. Yeah, yeah. That That's she brutal. remember how I told you I would get fixated on sad movies, and the first the first one I told you about was Train Spotting. Yeah, I did that one. Directly after my train spotting phase ended, wow. Th- that that shit was legitimately like I like you talk about at the end of a movie feeling numb. I was just at the end, just like I, I, I mean, I don't know what to do. The the acting in that movie is fucking stellar and almost like completely untouchable by anything else I've seen. Like besides maybe Little Miss Sunshine and Andor. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh- yeah, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you made us watch Andor. Honestly, God, that was such I'm a good try- show. I, uh, my goal is I just want to be. I want. I'm not gonna. You know, I I need to pick and choose what I say we should watch because I want to be. I want to be all hits. Yeah, that's that's because I've I'm re- I've been really happy that you guys have been so like felt the same way about these a lot of the movies well, that I've shown. Still, you guys. one of my favorites to this day has been we're like let's just watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because by before that, I think we were all just kind of like, like I was like, yeah, I liked it. I saw it in theaters, and you guys were like, I mean, you know, it wasn't as good as this or whatever. And then we all finished it, and we're like, what the fuck was I smoking? That was great. Yeah, it's it's my yeah. favorite. It, uh, it, like I, it was the same and thing. Then Django and then Kill Bill. Dude, I, I I love I love watching movies with you guys just because it's so fun. Yeah, I you were out of town for this, but my first time watching Black Dynamite. Was yeah, like Kevin and Ryan PJ was, was so good. If you like that <laughs> and you so have time good. by yourself. Watch um, it that other movie that we saw, Violent Night. No, no, no. that is a really good. That's one, yeah. Next, this upcoming Christmas, we'll I got my it. dad turned on to uh, Righteous Gemstones. By the way, that's awesome. Yeah, the um, that's another thing Kevin showed me that I just like hyper fixated on. Yeah, you got like into the four seasons. And I've only done the first two. No, um, there's only two seasons, but I've watched the two seasons like four times. Yeah. Is there only? Oh, I've seen it all. That's probably why I stopped. <laughs> I think the third one is in production, though, which is good. What was the other movie? If I like Black Dynamite, Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh my God, we watched that and it was so fucking funny. But I, it has Black Dynamite vibes. It's like if Black it, the movie was the people well, the, who did the Black Kung Dynamite, Fu section. but then they they said let's just make a crazy movie where nothing makes sense and it's all bits. Okay, it's that. It's like movie forty three almost. Nice. I'd be super down for that. The, I love the this Kung Fu, There's the young Catholic girls. Um, there's uh, what's the the linebacker? Uh, Big Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Big, Big Jim has satisfied women all across the country. I, yeah, I think I need it's to watch so this. It's so good. Send him to Detroit. <laughs> no, no. 
You got it. Oh. Uh, did we watch the Monty Python and the Holy Grail here? That well, one. That one. I, that one was great. I mean, that's also a movie that I, like I watch a lot. So, but you have to just keep on watching it, and it it it, it just gets better each time you watch it because there's you'll like see something and then you'll see all these mannerisms that you're like this and then you'll start ingraining like the the quotes that kevin and i are all i mean in my bathroom i have the full like the the frenchman's speech in my bathroom written in like fun type I'll, i don't think either of you have seen that so monty python um uh best in show God, best in show <laughs> I, I need and, to find like a and DVD Mighty Wind was good. Mighty, Mighty Wind was good, but nothing holds a candle to Best in Show. Best in, in Show mind. was so good because because Best in Show is just the bit of the color religion <laughs> from we worship an unconditional deity, <laughs> and then it cuts to them in robes like chanting. <laughs> oh, but yeah, nothing. Yeah, all the quotes from. Um, best in show are so good. I all we're always talking about. We could talk or not I talk for hours. I still lose my mind at the way they. She's de- she's a dead person. <laughs> she's a dead person now, but uh, I I still lose my mind at the way of like the super rich bitch going from like, like trophy wife to like lesbian relationship and at the end she's just like she's sitting there like eating chips while the other one's talking and she like keeps looking at her to say something and she's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> she's very clearly like just I, absentmindedly and staring then, at and the then we watch like after that like, like maybe a month or two after that um what's the show Shit's Creek no 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 that but then also what's the show the new one about the hotels the I didn't in? watch this one White Lotus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. White yeah, Lotus, yeah. and seeing her in there as still like the dumb, the same character, the same dumb woman she always plays. And then she's in Legally Blonde, and she she's was like, an epic movie, yeah, which we and, didn't know about. I did not know that she was the Kevin Hart's in that movie. As yeah, which, as they really? they put him in white face, so it's hard to tell. He's but the you monk can tell that's always nice. But yeah, she's like in Legally Blonde. She's like. She's like, oh, you look like the 4th of July. <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> uh, whatever her name is, uh, she, you know, it's it's fun. She with, plays dumbass really well. Yes. Well, like, the <laughs> she thing created is, though, the bimbo aesthetic. <laughs> there's, but she hasn't left it, unfortunately, because White Lotus only came out last, like, I mean, maybe the la- six the months ago. The second season was very recent. Like six months like ago. this summer. Yeah. And, um, and so it... You know, there's people like, like Steve Carell or Ben Stiller that. Um, that have like gone outside of the comedy. They like started in comedy and then they've left it. Speaking of which, I just watched Zoolander for the first time, which like, is two weeks ago. Again, Kevin and I always quoting that movie. It's it's fucking great movie, isn't it? It's it's, it's fucking in amazing. the PC. It's in the computer. <laughs> Mer- it's Merman. What are what are some other man? Man, what are the, I? Zoolander is sadly Zoolander and Dumb and Dumber both have the sad reality of their shitty sequels exists. I like Zoolander too. Like, what you've seen Zoolander, but not Zoolander. <laughs> what you saw Zoolander two before Zoolander? No, I watched Zoolander, and then the next week when I went to visit my parents, I was like, "Have you seen Zoolander two yet?" And my dad was like, "No, let's watch it." Oh, okay. okay, yeah. I was I was like in my head like you you got Zoolander two first. Yeah, like yeah, it was pretty good. And then I watched Zoolander two, and I, I didn't know what was going on, but I liked it. <laughs> was this Zoolander two like where someone's oh, killing dude, off no these super fashionable people? Make or? Me gassy. Yeah, because it starts with Justin Bieber getting shot nine million times <laughs> and then taking an Instagram photo. <laughs> 
I remember seeing that in the trailer where he's like literally about to die and he goes, Ugh. <laughs> it just falls over. We also watched Hathaway. That was a good movie. Yeah. There's, oh, what? Oh, I was thinking of, an, of a movie that was. Well, oh. obviously, Jinro and seeing Ninja Oh, Scroll. and Pat Labor 2, baby. Pat Labor 2. Ninja and Ill Long. Fuck Ill Long. <laughs> it was so good until they, it, it wasn't. Was perfect. It was they perfect. Fixed all the dead air in the middle, they fucking fixed it. Everything the action was scenes, great. He was, he action was Asian, scenes were popping so He was, he was so Asian, hard. like, not Jason Bourne, who's, uh, John Mich- no, oh. Mission Impossible. So, like, uh, I... Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, fun, he was, like, fun he, fact he was Korean me. Ethan Hunt, and he was, because he was doing that thing where he's planning ahead, because, you know, in Fallout there, or in uh, Mission Impossible, they always have this elaborate plan that you only find out towards the end. It was that. It was that in this so, one. Fun, fun fact: I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie. Oh, the last two have been one. I, I want to see. Is Everybody it, says that Fallout, Fallout, Henry Fallout. Fallout oh, no, Henry Cavill is. Henry Cavill is the one before Fallout, I think. I. No, no, or no, is he no, Fallout? Yeah, he's fall- you haven't seen Fallout. I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen Mission Impossible one. I haven't seen a single one either. Not a single Mission okay, Impossible so scene. I. I I just know I just know that like if you think I, of like espionage I, movies, there's there's like James Bond, uh, Fallout. What's another one? Um, Kingsman, but that's not really. That's like a Kingsman's satire. like a parody a satire, satire of James Bond. But, but like, I'm th- trying to think. Oh, good. there's like Jason Kingsman. Bourne. I think is the natural progression that James Bond should have gone to. J- Jason Bourne, but I'm it never thinking. did. Yeah, Jason Bourne. So out of those three, I my just, sister I have has seen this video of me wearing an all-black suit and holding an AR. <laughs> and she pans up for my feet and then zooms in on my face and she says, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. No, there's... there's. I've seen the first Bourne movie. I haven't seen the rest of they're, them. They're, they're great, but... Well, didn't Jeremy thing- Renner... Wasn't he the protagonist of one of them? Yes. And then, then we brought then it Damon back. back to just and Bourne. then he, his character got crushed by a tractor or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I used to think... like I used to be a... Re- I still am a really big fan of... Uh, 007, uh, James Bond. I think they're just such. It's just. It's so itself, and it's. I'm, I'm really into the older ones. I, I'm into all of them, but then I was like, Mission Impossible is all the way to the bottom because they're really the beginning ones are really campy and they're fun, from but they're what, really from what campy. I can tell is it goes one is really good, but then like two and three, and then maybe four are like, or no, know. two and three are like bad. Four is apparently where it gets good, and then like they've just been going up since. <sighs> And so, and and so, any since the last two have come out, I they are now my favorite espionage movies. Which yeah. is they were at the bottom. It used to go James Bond, Born, this, but the last two are so good, are so unbelievably Speaking good. Speaking of espionage, if this Oscar Isaac Metal Gear project is bad, I'll kill myself. <laughs> I forgot that's a thing. It's been a thing like, for the last like, like fifteen like years. I see like the the like uh, Rotten Tomatoes score come in. I'm running home. <laughs> it's gonna be like uh, well, I was gonna bring this <laughs> up. I, I always imagine uh, Mission Impossible to be something like Oceans, and in Oceans Twelve, I think it is the second movie. Mm-hmm. They have that scene where they cut in on Brad Pitt and he's sitting in the bathroom and his girlfriend who's in the cia comes home and she's like yeah we're getting closer to finding these guys i got a physical physical description of this guy with blonde hair he like spikes it up and he like you know he's calmly like setting everything up in the bathroom and then he opens the window and jumps out <laughs> that's gonna be me if, if metal gear is bad dude oceans i, I love i've also never seen the oceans, the oceans. 
I've only seen the first two, but they're really, really good. The third one, it, okay. First, the second one, if you've seen them all, the second one's the 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 worst one. It, it they they kind of try to break I mean, the, the second. I love the second one. It, sure, but they kind of break the mold, and then third one, they're like we're back at it, and it's it, it first uh, the third in a trilogy. That's so hard to nail, yeah. and they they it's a perfect movie. It really yeah. is. Did you guys see uh, Six Underground? That it was Ryan Reynolds. It's a Netflix movie. But oh. it was Ryan Reynolds in a. It's by it was by a Michael Bay, but it was really like Ryan Reynolds is like leading this team where it's like, all right, if you join my team, yes, you have I've to die, that. but like like legally so it, that you can be off the grid. Whole thing that sounds like Deadpool too. It was, it was lame. See, I I it was to me it was lame in the sense that like I like the the Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie where he goes back in time. I still haven't seen that. It's It's with the kid who's going to be Percy Jackson now. It's very much Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds kind of thing. Apparently Mark Ruffalo's in that. He is. He plays his dad, and it's it's really touching. I... I'd be down to see that because I've not seen that movie. Have you, I think I saw with you? It's that Daniel Craig movie where it's it's Knives like out. it's it's like an Ocean's movie, but it's the Hick redneck version. No, no, it's I think we've we've seen it together. Logan Lucky. I've not seen Logan. Lucky. I've heard great things about it's it, but I never saw re- it. It's it's it is Oceans, but redneck. I like that. It's, I'm kind of I'm kind of down for that. That's why I like Masterminds because well, they're trying to do that. Did, shit. How did you feel about Daniel Craig's? Um, in voice like uh, ac- accent in Knives Out. I mean, I it didn't bother so, me. I mean, I to it. a lot of people, they were like, "It was so I hated it so much. It was so unauthentic." I mean, and I was like, "I loved how much he put it on." You yeah, know, I mean, that, fun fact. I I didn't know this until the director. That's why said I like it. Knives Out is because the characters are characters. Yes. Yeah. So fun it, fact about he Knives does Out. one of those, but as a big old redneck with I'm a for that. thick. There, from I, this is a small thing. Louisiana. Louisiana. Anyways, so it's, and it's, oh, it's with, um, we were just talking about him in A Marriage Story. Uh, oh, Adam Driver? Adam, Driver? Adam Driver's really? the protagonist. I want to see this now. So we watched Logan Lucky tonight? I'm super down. It's it's really it. good. It's not going to be, I mean, it's, not like I, it's like when you said you haven't seen any of the Mission Impossible, it's like, we can't just jump into Fallout. Even though Fallout is is the best one, it's that's, a ten out of ten. That's the Henry me. Cavill. Yes, okay. ten out. I, of I've 10 seen the fight me. scenes because I watched Corridor the, and like the cocking his arm. <laughs> that's the only part that I've seen, but Dude, I've seen that many on, times. On the edge of my seat in the finale, which it's like that's the point. Well, is that is that where he's but, like is, is that the helicopters like flying through? I remember. Well, yeah, and then he, you know, Tom Cruise learns and flew the helicopter himself. Like Tom Cruise is is. Unhinged. I swear to God, Tom Cruise he, is like trying to kill himself. Of, he's at the point of I want to die, but I don't want to kill myself. But maybe. <laughs> I mean, he he learned to fly jets, and then in for the new. Oh, did you, you, had, you well, saw the new Top seen, Gun? Have you seen the? Have you, I, I haven't seen either. <laughs> You've never seen any Top Gun? Oh my Dude, gosh! Maverick is fucking amazing. It's, Kevin cried during that movie. I mean, to be fair, there was some, but there was some, there was some. You know reasons for that, but like I know the guy substances, from War Dogs is in it. But oh, no. dude, War Dogs is great. War Dogs I fucking awesome. love War Dogs. That movie's so good. I've been wanting to watch uh, some Leo movies. I, I always go back to Revenant. Gatsby, which I used to hate as a kid because I love the original so much. But I want to watch Gatsby and fucking Wolf of Wall Street again. Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Street so what about Revenant? Movie. That's the bear. That that one just fucks me up. That was it's the one a, he actually got him I mean, an Oscar. It's crazy good. That's the one that actually got him an Oscar. It's true. Which he yeah. left his Oscar at the bar. Apparently his yeah he left That's it. That's a the, baller move. He, <laughs> he left. Like, he didn't. He didn't actually need it. 
He definitely got it back. But. Well, I remember. I remember people like when whenever they were the Revenant movie like came out, it was it was it revealed that like no Leo actually was in a fight with a bear. Like they had a real bear on set, and you see the scenes. People are like, please give this man an Oscar. That He's gonna like kill it himself. Went on for an hour when I was watching. It was it. brutal. It was so like like in my seat, just like ah, writhing. You're just like like Luke at the end of the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> no, me at the end of the Batman is like a spaz, just like <laughs> the whole row of seats is just quaking. The, whole, the, the, no. feet, the legs shaking, that was killing me. You're like, <laughs> so I had to take the biggest piss and this motherfucker decided to monologue. <laughs> and then you're doing yeah, because I'm sweating. Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. Was fucking <laughs> yeah. awful. Yeah. No, because that motherfucker just. I'm right now. I realize we're at two hours. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, we should probably cut this. Probably. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, check us out on everything. Uh, also, I mean, was there anything to... else you guys wanted to talk? Or no, nah, man, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to move on with the night. Yep. Eat some ramen. Eat some ramen. Watch some movies. Well, if we if we have the time, I say I'd, I'd be down to do a double feature. I like because we watched uh, we watched. What I mean, was it's it? up to you, man. We did, we yeah, did two did, Blade Runners. You good, when you're on your schedule, right? Yeah, now. we're on your schedule. I'm. It is whatever. I All don't right. really care. If I if if I'm if I'm down to the last second, I'm down to the last second. Whatever. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. This uh, thank you guys for listening. This is a good uh, one. Check out the sponsors. Yeah. Obviously, chairs for gaming. Uh, di- uh, gg and chairsforgaming.com. Uh, you are sponsors us. No, w.gg chairs for gaming. Use the code TakeItSleazy. Ten percent off both. Uh. And uh, go check out the TikTok. Uh, go check out YouTube. We've got videos on there now. And also our Instagram. We've been posting all of our episode thumbnails, which I've been enjoying thoroughly. Yeah, I. It's really spiced up the Instagram. It's we, it's a lot of fun too. That yeah, I, our I Instagram get, actually looks cool now versus before it was just episode whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a lot of fun. Honestly, a really fun project to do now that I've paid for it is to go back every uh, every episode and make. A unique and make a unique one. I would be that, that would be cool. If that could, would be fun because we can update art. Yeah, on yeah, the old yeah. We, that would be actually genuinely what, we, fun. We, prob- fun we probably point. can figure out also like obviously keep our current logo, but actually like take like if we if we can add like a picture, it's like take our pictures, put it into the the AI, and then like make a new like side quest. Like, yeah, yeah. Because right work. now it's just the black logo with the or black background with Which, the red logo. It works. So, anyways, thank you for listening, and as always, take, take it easy. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs>